In Big Sky Country, cowboys riding high. But they're not Americans, they're Japanese. Cowboy hat and shirt, Levi's, belt and buckle. Japanese are becoming American cattle ranchers, buying huge spreads, making some friends, but also some enemies. American boys fight for this country, and the Japanese are not going to take it over. Never! Why are they here? Lynn sure has the answer. A yen for beef. What? They can't play that. That's the non-live song that's in the intro. What the heck? What's going on? Is that well, a, we are live, but is they that are. Vintage opening? Vintage? I mean, this is the official gang stalking opening. I don't know. What you're oh, talking okay, about. okay. I feel like we haven't had I that did, shit in a hot minute. That's because we've always been live, and I've always been trying to change it up. But, but it is still. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just been a long time since we since we used I, I used it for the Lane episode. I did hear if you, that. If you listen to the Lane episode, which you shouldn't, by the way. <laughs> uh, you're missing out on hot, hot content from Beyond the Void if you do if you don't listen to Lane episode, because it's impossible to make out anything that we say. It's uh yeah that's a, we had we had a coming up very shortly is a supplemental three hour podcast we recorded in um in that cabin. And um, I got to say, when we're not talking about anime, that, that might be the best material we've ever put on. I thought on so. To make, for, make, to make up for the Lane episode. Um, I thought so. That session we had in the wood. I was going to that being like, man, we're exhausted. I think that was that the day we climbed, the, we did the hike? Yeah, we climbed a mountain usually, and immediately usually that's recorded the, a podcast. Usually that's the weakest day where it's like, oh, we just climbed this fucking mountain. We ate a bunch of pizza. We're just exhausted. We're totally not on top of our game well but, the thing um, is is that we didn't have any anything left in us and i'm like fuck it i don't want to yeah, just sit here doing I, nothing we got to record something here <laughs> i was i mean i was thinking that and then you just brought it up and i was like oh okay well because um, because it's like okay but i was just like this is there's no way this is gonna work um i'd love to praise this podcast that has not been released yet but man Three hours of solid gold. I gotta tell you guys. I thought so. Yeah, but <laughs> it was, uh, it's pretty. Uh, I shouldn't uh, hype it the up. The secret you know. ingredient is alcohol. We weren't even that drunk. We were like, we had like, you know, we were over the course of that podcast, we were like one to four drinks. I want to say, which is really the perfect. We started out lane. We had been drinking all day, and it was yeah. Was we've been just been baking in the sun, shooting guns, and fucking and drinking. Somehow, both our mics are totally fine in the second one the whole way through. Ah. Uh, even with um, the lantern on right next to us. Anyways, this isn't about that. This is about summer, non-camping edition. Not also not the summer of good. Taking a it brief. Still the summer of good. No, I I I reject. Okay, okay. I, I okay. resent that statement. It is still the summer of good. Okay, the summer of good can have some, some some troughs and uh, crests. You know. Um, you that's a generous way of putting it. Yeah. You know, some some days. Uh, some days you you watch a uh, a 
oh, none of these are good. Shit. I was going to try to make a. Mm. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you have. I was going to say some days, some days you get a good, you know, a good show with a uh, quality writing and good entertainment value. And some days Herman Cain dies. And, you know, it's oh. you never know how the summer of good is going to turn out. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Unless you really hated Herman, Herman Cain. Himself. Yeah. Well, I yes, that. Um, how could you hate I always Herman Cain? Oh yeah, no, he's, um, yeah, I've, I've decided we're going to go, if there's an ending theme to the Pokemon movie, that's what we're going out on today because Herman Cain, uh, was, uh, a wonderful man, ran for president, went from pizza to running for president and then was immediately accused of sexual harassment by like 50 people and was like, nah, and kept running. I respect and it. And then just put, then just quoted Pokemon. You see, this is the power of 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 the politician or the ambitious businessman that something like a uh, like a Super Smash Brothers player lacks. Do you want to hear the yeah. current up? Give, let me tell you about oh, the current update. Oh, still going on. I still haven't released our. We talk about <laughs> Smash drama for like an hour on the on the supplemental camp podcast. So I'm, <laughs> I'm I was caught up on Smash stuff. I think. But apparently now there's more. There's so yeah, one please more. me. Yeah. There's one more. And it's, oh, okay. it's it's the least horrifying, but also the funniest one. Great. Perfect. <laughs> somebody just got banned from tournaments for saying that somebody plays like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Bobby Big Balls just got banned. Oh no, nah, Bobby <laughs> Big Balls. Bobby BBB himself, Triple B got banned for saying that somebody played like a girl. <laughs> I bet, I bet, uh, if I like, I, the, the way I instantly imagined that for some reason was him going like, dude, you play like a fucking nit, like a girl. Nope. Oh no. I fucked up. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> still bad. Um, that's hilarious. Which is literally just a reference to the sand lot. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yes. Yeah. Like that's, um, and that was a joke in that movie because that was like they're calling each other all these mean names. And that's the one forbidden that makes them all like gasp and and stop in their tracks. And that's the joke. Well, it also it also makes you look like an idiot when you say it. Like when you say yeah, that, that somebody a, people don't understand self-deprecating. Yeah. Jokes that are also ironic, like it's too many layers for them to process because it's two whole fucking layers. If, if, you, like, if you if you you can make fun of somebody in a way that makes you look stupid, yeah, and they, no, that's and the joke. Yeah, no, people cannot. They they can't risk they can't risk it. It's it's like um, it's like Sam Hyde. It's like Sam Hyde does things to make himself look like an idiot a lot of the time, and it just nobody. Yeah, gets I mean, it. I can. Uh, oh, that's. One thing I I failed to bring up during the Lane episode is how much the Wired is just Million Dollar Extreme. <laughs> you, for, you forget that their aesthetic was a real thing at one point, and it's fucking fantastic. Anyways, um, I can get not understanding Sam Hyde. That man is d- does some crazy shit, but not getting that uh, like getting your ass beat and then going like you play like a girl, man, is not is like a obvious uh, joke. Whatever, it's useless to. Yeah, no, it's Um, just it's just the saddest, most pathetic state of affairs. And it's like in and this is something that's taken place over the past like year, I'd say, is the total pussification of that scene. (laughs) Um, Because that used that scene used to be alpha male as fuck straight up. Uh, One of my uh, one of my most vivid memories of listening to uh, the giant bomb cast starring Jeff Gersman, whose songs I ran out of uh, to use for the opening of the show. Was in 2011, there was a big scandal 
because it was just when the fighting game scene was starting to get like advertisers and shit. Mm -hmm. And there was an incident where the entire room in some tournament started shouting, rape that bitch. Uh, <laughs> at a fighting uh, at a fighting match and um of course i remember listening to this bombcast panel patrick klepek was the one being like mm, this is not cool and jeff gersman had this tiniest little inkling of like ah but it's like this fucking like these corporate guys coming in and like he knew there was something up but he was just like he couldn't uh and i rem- there's this one sound clip i've been meaning to grab and, and and play on the show because it's so good at one point he just he can't find the words and he just goes sometimes i go to four chance sometimes I'm, i need it raw <laughs> <laughs> just, sometimes i need it raw is just the best oh my god uh, that was great um, um you know you know so uh the clip that you pl- you opened us up with today was- oh so the <laughs> I want to talk about that too. I almost considered ha- us having an entire po- episode dedicated just to that because I recorded the entire story. I was linked to some like old Dateline piece or something, mm-hmm. or twenty twenty. You know, one of those. I think it was Dateline, uh, one of these like news shows, late night news shows or primetime. I think news programs, um, and like it was on a YouTube channel called like Russian Documentaries because the center piece of like they had two stories that night and one in fact i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna mention it because i have the full um so you heard that you know the sort of um the summary of that piece japanese cattle ranchers right crazy (laughs) um that's that's a very funny bunch of lines that they had but what's funnier is how they lead into it because that was their b story right they had their big a story and i want you to hear the way they transition between introducing these two stories to the viewer. This is what that sounds like. Oh, I have it muted. Hold on. Unmute that shit. I want to hear it, man. Let me put the volume. Why are you holding out? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to hear it. Tonight, new horrors in Romania. A disaster still unfolding. A two-part expose. Shame of a nation. So Romania. Yeah, yeah. Just about to overthrow its communist dictator. They executed him in December 1989. So this is probably okay. just like earlier that year. And, um, and this story is about all these orphanages um, that house basically disabled children in Romania. Uh-huh. And they're very poorly maintained. All the kids are like fucked up and covered in flies and shit. And they, got, they got inside and they got all this footage. Human atrocities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so the piece is called Shame of a Nation, as you heard. Mm-hmm. And this is the yeah, this is the very beginning of Dateline. I'll play the rest of it here. Of a nation. Shame of a nation. And it goes right into that. Um, and it was the funniest. Yeah, I fucking I lost my shit watching that. So I wanted to I want I wanted to I I maybe we should do an entire podcast episode dissecting that entire piece because it oh, is geez. fantastic. Barbara Walters is in there with her fucked up like speech impediment. That's more er, that's more obvious in the late eighties. And this is this is uh, the she's covering the piece on the Japanese folks or on the Romanian folks. She just, I mean, I don't. It's crazy that she's like the ho- she just introduces it and then someone else narrates it. You know, that's how these programs work. It's like she's sitting at the desk and it's like we have a new revelation and and then someone else fucking takes care of the rest of it. Um. um uh, so it's funny that uh, that uh, I always love how Japanese 
specific Japanese people fixate on aspects of American culture that don't exist anymore. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, what? Uh... They're Japanese. Oh, okay. I was wondering what place they were. <laughs> <After> that, uh... <laughs> and, uh, and meanwhile, I was thinking about how much money would I need to buy property in Japan? <laughs> and it's, it's, this, it's this cultural exchange because I, I, uh, Westerners love that Japan and Japanese love that, those Westerners. It's really a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it, we, they love our, our freedom and we love their comfort and, and, and just yeah. and their, their complete distance from everything. We love, we love their competent urban planning. That's that's the biggest and, thing. And lack of of mass Crime. social unrest. Yeah. And they love our mass social unrest. They're like, hey, no, they're like, what if we had small scale social unrest like a cowboy? Yeah, yeah. That, like I, we like, had I there's no social unrest, but what if I could bring it if I wanted to? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring the social unrest. <laughs> <laughs> except they're, they're except not. They're like the most polite. That's my know, favorite. Like, that's my favorite public buckle, enemy song is bring the social hand. unrest. Mm-hmm, yeah, going to um, the social unrest tonight. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I looked into it. It's like you need like three hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, I've been looking at um big plots of land upstate, and it's like, yeah, I I could buy a I could I could afford a hundred grand, but that's it. I couldn't build anything on it, and that's a problem. Yeah, you'd be you'd be tenting for a good long while. You better get <laughs> yourself a nice that. Amish outhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could join. Can you join the Mennonites? I don't know. Uh, you know. Oh, oh man! I was talking There's to you about this, but I was hold that thought. I was up in my dad's cabin, and he was buying all this meat from 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 in town. Mm-hmm. And in town, there's like one place that everyone gets their food, and it's this Mennonite meat shop. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's this. You drive through this tiny village, and a, a the hugest lot by far is in this village is this gigantic gravel parking lot that's overflow parking for this tiny little meat market so everyone must just go right there it's amazing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyways what were you saying how was the meat it was good we had some some pork um patties they're very good we had some marinated chicken how is dad your dad know how to he, he's excited about his cabin I me too <laughs> Yeah, no, I caught a I caught a gorgeous rainbow trout. I uh I didn't get to eat it because it flipped off the hook, but um yeah, he uh um I was I I I need to figure out how to teach him how to grill without sounding condescending, but it's like you can't check if the chicken's done by cutting it into a bunch of tiny pieces uh, on the no, grill, but you lose the juices. The juices. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I guess he didn't have a thermometer, so it's like, yeah, hey, what are you going to do? But uh Give it at least ten minutes, man. Thick pieces of chicken breast. Um, you should you should just um, dump the full autism on him. He, you're his son. I, I did that with the fishing. I'm not going to do that with everything else. Oh, uh, why not? not? He'll I appreciate it. He'll be I like, damn, know. you're it's... a serious coxman, son. Look at your, <laughs> look, at your look at look at your grill work. I, uh, I but the thing is, I don't know. It would just be me standing there being like, now it needs more. And then if I'm wrong, which I could have been. Yeah, that's look. Look, you saw what me. I need to do is convince him to go up there. That is wife. Oh no! Oh. Don't no. like her. No, no. Before I was like, eh. After spending two days, it's like holy shit. The fact that this woman could have been my mom if he had met her first. What's is the deal? Horrifying. Um. Uh, it's the. Hmm. I mean. She, She's just, she's just a, like a she's just like a cold, 
a cold oh. person. But besides, like, but your dad doesn't he, seem like a cold person. No, it's crazy. But the like, this sounds like a small thing at first, but she refuses to speak louder than the 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 um the quietest your voice can possibly be. That's not a whisper. So where your I vocal cords around, are actually engaged. If I were to talk around this volume. Yeah. She will not talk louder than that, no matter what the situation. It doesn't matter if there's a fucking lawnmower like directly behind her or anything. And nothing's happened. Like, and she'll be across a yard, you know? Uh, or, okay, 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 it's, okay. It's like not, it's like, it sounds like a, like a weird nitpick or like a weird little quirk. But if you saw her do it and heard it, it would be immediately ridiculous and it wouldn't be like, Oh, that's a weird thing. She does. It's like, why are you mad at me? Like, it seems like a spiteful. Oh, geez. It's like, it's something a little kid would do. Like I refuse to talk any louder. How old is she? She's like as old as him. She's in her fifties. Okay. And, Uh, um, and, uh, and also another small, it seems like a small thing. She said she didn't want to eat any more meat after we had one meal of a single, pork burger she didn't want to have any more meat for the, the next entire the trip? day the day after that like for lunch we had bread and cheese and like ham but, but, but that did that prohibit you from eating meat yeah she was he, my dad was like what should we have for you know dinner we haven't eaten all day except for that tray of like bread and cheese and she was like i don't want any more meat well well, well could and you so we settled and so we settled on no no and so we settled on chicken which she decided was not meat which she defines as red meat um which we had pork, which is also not red. You know, it's not a, it's a weird. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, you guys um, got off on the wrong foot. You know, it doesn't seem like I said any sort of negative. It's not like I, this is what me meeting her. It was like before it was like, oh, she's just like kind of a, 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 a quiet, not, you know, just not very enthusiastic person. But uh, she's really just like, she's really just cunty about everything. Well, <laughs> it's uh, wild. What, you, you, I wanted her. What your dad? Because your dad seems like a fun guy. Yeah, but yeah, but um, uh, you know, he like, I I think uh, I think he realizes that he's kind of a he's kind of a dummy. Sure. But, so that just allows him to just like every response she has to everything is just like some sarcastic like, yeah, I'm not sure that's how it works, and that's you know all she says about anything is just him. It's just her con. It's just her um contradicting him well you know what sounds like he got a fucking cabin out of the deal <laughs> it's, it's because she sold her insanely expensive house in new york city so yes yes it <laughs> so i guess we're fucking w to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> but look man he gets on his boat he gets to pretend that he gets a little bit of quiet time out on the lake when we know that there are horrible children screaming in there <laughs> i told you about all the children yeah in the bay yeah um yeah, not horrible. It's just, I like, yeah, I don't mind. You, we can want some quality day. time alone with your dad. I got plenty of that. No, that's fine. We went on okay. a bike ride. We went fishing. No, there's uh, nothing wrong with that. That's good. Yeah, I, I have uh, your your relationship with your dad since I've known you has uh, uh, become it's dramatically improved. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good. Um, uh, but we switched. Now my sister doesn't talk to him anymore. <laughs> Mm, I, think I don't know bad. what he did. He probably said like, you know, uh, you can't, you can't bring both your boyfriends over here to sleep over, honey. And he was, she was like, what the fuck? You know, and just hasn't talked to him. Well, here's the thing is that, is that um, once I dominate your sister, 
Mm-hmm. I will set Please, her straight. Someone needs to tame her. Can, can you just get on with it? Right, I'll break her in. Joke. Yeah. yeah, just fucking, I'll ship look, her to you. I don't care. Look, look, look. I'm the best lay she's ever going to get. So Great, um, man. Go for it. Look, I've been giving you the green light for years, and you're just like, eh, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, okay. It's a fallback plan. Please. It's not my number one. I don't want to marry my, my friends. Really, I guess you, it's really... um. Like uh, my mom's wedding is tentatively scheduled for May first of next year. So okay, well, let's cover you, get, you have plenty of time to plan. Yeah, I don't need to plan. Planning okay. is is planning at all is planning to fail. You need to That's go true. in completely without any sort of idea. First of all, you need to be so inebriated you can barely stand up. That's rule number one. Good thing it's a wedding. Um. Uh, anyway, uh, so the thing is, is that if I marry your sister. Um, you probably would have to be my best man, and I don't want to make you give a best man speech. I would give an excellent best man. Are you kidding me? Okay, okay. I, so I would have, to, I'd have you, to pretend I was forced to, but it, I secretly really want to do it. Okay, okay so you yeah. just you would just rail on my future wife? Yeah, no, I would I would make fun of her. I would I would talk shit. Okay, like okay. That, that would be hilarious, and everyone would find it funny. Everyone yeah, who knows yeah, would find it funny. It's like, wow, why is why is the greatest guy in the world marrying this gun? Well, I mean, that's a little, that's my, you know, wait, what? I have jokes. I, I have jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is this thing on? Eh. Anyways, this putrid bitch is fucking. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's all right. You're, yeah. You're, no, it would just be I, I like, I, you know, I've had jokes planned for this in case, you know, in case I ever had to. You got like, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know. I would, I would probably, I would have to come up with some good ones, but the, what I have is like typical, like, you know, uh, you have to talk about how you t- you had to talk about how you developed the speech that you're giving, and you're like, well, you know, I'll just think about uh, you know uh, what he loves about her, and then I decided, uh, hey man, have you uh, have you heard her talk yet? You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, this no, you is can- good. It's not officially. You can still leave. Blink twice. Okay, okay, I'll have you out of here. You know, you're just like that that kind of that kind of material. Did I tell it's you good about- stuff? People lo- drunk people love it. You got to wait until everyone's wasted. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, is that we're gonna have. Um- a sort of non-traditional ceremony. This you is always, ta- you always talked about having blunts at your wedding, and I was like, "That's lame." No, have you, no, have, no, you no. have you uh, matured? Hard, out of hard, that? Yeah, I've matured to hard psychedelics. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People are going to have vision quests at my wedding. We're going to get a field. In my the wedding's going to be like, organized by fucking uh, the French guy. <laughs> you know, this is this is it's going to be in the middle of a field in Wyoming. To answer the void guy and yeah. you have you have to take hard psychedelics to, to participate everybody will, will you'll all be dressed in white it's grandma's uh anyway let's move on from this because we have shit we need to talk about wait I, I think there's a pretty important piece of current events we're forgetting oh japanese are becoming american cattle ranchers <laughs> Have you heard about this? No. Okay. Oh, okay. Man. Let's talk about it. Talk about summer shows, summer anime. Yes. Uh, which we watched all of you today. You I watched. I watched some of it last night and a good portion of it today. Okay. Um, start off with Doku Hentai H Eros. Mm-hmm. H Cross Eros. Yes. Um, H by Eros. If if uh. I thought I was so sure this was going to be a light novel because usually you can tell because of the X and the word hentai and also the yeah. word eros. Sure, Pretty sure. much anything, any, everything in this title that's not doku because I don't know what that shit means. Yeah, yeah. 
probably something sexual. Um, but then it turns out it's a manga. 2020, everything's turning on its, everything's becoming turned, everything's Fucking turning on its turvy. shoulders. Yeah. Um, project number nine. Um, oh, right. Okay. So I, I got it at some point. It's HX Eros. It's Heroes. Yes. It looks, looks kind of like Heroes. Uh, that's a funny pun. It's about a boy who has a childhood friend and he becomes a, a, a hero who fights sex st- horniness stealing aliens by getting naked. Was there something we watched recently where we I was claiming that it was propaganda to get Japanese people to fuck? Everyone says that. Everyone makes that joke about every every lewd show. Well, isn't that just the thing that's sapping the Japanese of their ability to fuck? Oh, is it like a metaphor? You think the aliens here are like? I don't think so. I don't think that clever. I oh. think I think it's it's more just um, I want that to be the case. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. But it's but but the thing about porn is that it it removes the sex drive because it makes you just spank it, and then you don't need to go out and find somebody to have sex with anymore. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's he's a a hero powered by his his libido. Mm-hmm. And his childhood friend. Uh, the only the only thing in the entire episode that really I thought was funny the, yeah. was uh, the aliens. Um, they the, so the force that they're fighting. They're these like super generic sort of insect aliens. They're sentai. They're sentai alien. You know, foes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they steal horniness. The only thing in the entire episode that I thought was funny is when they were children, like maybe like 10 or something, an alien sapped the horniness from his childhood friend and was completely overloaded by the amount of erotic energy that she had, which I thought was good. <laughs> like a 10 year old girl. <laughs> yeah, she, she had like, she, they, she must have 50 times the amount of erotic energy. Yeah. The alien else. brings that up and then just like keeps going and like, he like gives an entire speech about how, her, how horny she is yes. is like a completely different uh, paradigm from, from everyone else on the yes. planet. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. That, that was a good bit. Uh, the rest yeah. of it totally under remarkable by my reckoning. Yeah, I mean, if it, like, yeah, it's mostly just like one, you know, one of these. I, I've lost the vocabulary to even describe these because I've seen so many of these. It's like hey, it's, it's, one a, of these. it's a it's a sex joke. It's a joke. Affair. It's a folks, sex joke sentai comedy show. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, uh, it's like um, uh, what did I? This got me thinking about. It's like di- it's like Dimey Dollar, but I was going to melod- ask about Dimey Dollar. It's like Dimey Dollar, but with melodramatic flashbacks for the same to to this flashbacks to the same thing ten times in one episode. Like they ran out of material, so they just keep cutting back to this one interaction he had with this girl in like a, the jungle gym. Um, is Dimey Dollar worth watching? Is that something that would be fun to wor- watch for the podcast? Do you think? Um, uh, probably not. No, it it doesn't really go. Okay. I mean, it goes weird places, but not like good places. It's yeah, it's not like a wild ride. It's just the the original uh, concept is pretty funny and okay holds it for a while. But there was another yeah. one that was that I was thinking about as well. Um, hmm. What the fuck one was it? There uh, was like uh, something with the word hundred in it. There was um, the one where they're like on the island on the school. That was very. Oh, there. what happened to uh, was it prison school? Oh, sure. Uh, that's, that, I mean, that's sort of a different. Yeah, yeah, but I was just thinking about class. horny, horny, gross, horny things in general. This is obviously prison school would be way grosser than this. 
Um, yeah. But what, did that end up being entertaining? The show? Yeah. Didn't I watch saw, like I saw, all of it? I saw, I saw, Didn't we like, like watch all of it together? We I think it. we watched like six or seven episodes. Okay. I mean, it's it's not like this. the anime has a has a satisfying conclusion or anything. It was a manga. Oh, okay. You know, so yeah, it's, 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 one of, it's one of them where it's like, it's just kind of... Yeah, it doesn't really... I mean, I think it arc and Oh, yeah, no, it ends with uh the roles reversed and then the ladies become the prisoners oh it's like, no it's like a, ooh, what happens now so that's fun i guess but uh yeah no it just kind of keeps being what it was yeah i don't think the guys are gonna piss on the girls or anything like that though which is the, the uh the yeah, thing i liked about prison school was that it was like so tasteless i mean yeah <laughs> everyone i mean every once in a while you know you just expect a show to be horny and then they toss in a piss girl like kiss sis <laughs> or something <laughs> uh so that could happen but i doubt it it seems pretty somewhat vanilla. Yeah, like I'm not like turned on by piss at all, but I think oh. it's funny when girls are turned on by piss. Uh sure. I don't think any girls are turned on by piss. <clears throat> well, that's not true. Yeah, I guess. okay, fine, I guess. All right. When they're uh, when they're pissing or the one or they're being pissed on. You know, I'll have to talk to him. I'll get a, I'll, okay. I'll take a poll and figure I out. Will, I will talk to the hose. <laughs> yes, I, I will be the ambassador to the hose for all men and find out whether or not they think this is hot. Um, yeah, so it's like the, you know, he, main character is like reading lady mags with his friends in class. And uh, what, at some point, one of the subtitles says "ack," and we were making Kathy jokes recently, so I took <laughs> note of that. Um. So the aliens, they make the horny stuff go away, and then they fuck the humans or something. I didn't catch part of that quite. Um, there's a there's a really this is one th- like I thought it was really dumb at first, but there were some parts that made me laugh. Like um, there's a really expository news report which isn't fitting at all for the people who have been experiencing this phenomenon for five years. Sure, sure. But it's a really good bit where the news anchor is talking about it, and then they have a scientist on who looks like a random hobo that just wandered in. And he starts screaming about shit to the point where the anchor lady gets visibly uncomfortable. Like that's a good one-off gag. And I hope he doesn't end up being a main character. He didn't in this episode. I hope they just leave that. Yeah, just that was a good bit. bit. Yeah. Um, so this, they, this they, show doesn't have that kind of restraint. You, you, know, for a, know, yeah. you know for a fact they're going to cash in on that shit. Could they're be. like, oh, we got a good goof off. Let's really milk this thing for everything it's worth. Yeah. Um, and there's a huge green penis in the street. They blur the alien at first. Maybe that's the news crew that's supposed to be doing that. Um, and to show us how the aliens sap uh, the, the the juice, they show an idol concert that the alien shows up at and makes not horny anymore. I um, like that. There was one other goof I liked, which was the idol. Uh, it's, it's They're like, I want to go get a real job because they had their horniness sapped. Yeah, so um, her tits pop out and they don't even care. Or no, it's before. Yeah, and then, and then they start... By caring, then they don't care. Uh, and then they play ass rock. I thought that was funny. That was that was good. It's a very ass rocky track in here. Um, <clears throat> uh, I said this is what SSSS Gridman should have been, <laughs> which I was only half joking about. Um, so yeah, there it was. There were some parts that were ridiculous enough that I was like, ah, all right, that's pretty good. But it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't worth justifying the whole episode there's a really farty ass carnival soundtrack that's besides the ass rock everything else was like what the fuck is, you know it's weird what is this i'm I wasn't sorry ta- i wasn't talking no um, i didn't say anything um i uh i felt like about halfway through this i'm like this should have just been 12 minutes this should have this should have been yeah. short the first man the more of these we do the more convinced i am that all of these should just be shorts all this shit no one even cares. Like, the, yeah. 
animation might well it wouldn't get better just cut the yeah 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 i don't know uh, sorry to cut you off bro i didn't i was not talking i don't know what you're, um but then at the, at the end of the show the girl from robotics notes shows up and then there's some other ladies oh yeah he's so it turns out he's already been living with a bunch of ladies so that's uh nice yeah you know you know i i didn't loathe watching it it was you know sure. it's unremarkable it's in that same genre you know if you like that thing lapis relights hmm. is another show uh this is a this is a japanese multimedia franchise Created Who could by K Lab and Kadokawa Corporation. We need to discuss something. The Mayo Chiki guy wrote this. No, uh, it's the, it's good. I I the, okay okay. It's just these multimedia franchises, man. Yeah. They just got so many fucking characters. <laughs> it's like the first episode. Yeah. It's just introducing everybody, and it's it's so tedious. And every one of these shows, where it's like there might be actual content in the second episode, but I will never know. Because the entire first episode is just this fucking bitch walking around this magic school, meeting people. <laughs> and it's just the entire, there must have been 18 minutes of the runtime where her, like, this is the magic, magic game club, you know? And, and it's like, there's like four girls there. And my eyes just glaze over because I'm, I'm just, there's so many hoes. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's weird to. I don't understand the order of operations here because it's like, does this, does it, I mean, does the mobile game already exist? Are people already into it so they know these characters? Because that's how it works with like Azure Lane. Because it's like, oh, I know all of these boats, you know? So you're, that's why there's fucking 50 characters in the first episode. But if this is meant to get people into this franchise, it's like, why would you just like make three, just make three strong characters and that'll get people into the game? Or if you're going to introduce 10 fucking girls, give them all a really unique, and really noticeable like quirk because then when you see it in the game you're like oh this one likes to cook i remember that or you know this one's yes. crazy i don't well, remember yeah, anything about these bitches actual time it, it's it's like yeah i just I, I have a hard time even really talking about this the, it's it's a fucking rare instance where i that my favorite part of the entire episode was the part where the bitch fucking sings. <laughs> you know oh, yeah, I, I remember, that. yeah, she started acapella singing. I was like, oh. You it's... know how much I hate that. But I was yeah. just like, oh my God, we just had a she period of three minutes without introducing a new character. I was so <laughs> relieved. And, and you know what? You know what? Actually, my favorite part of the entire episode. Have we even talked about what the content of it is? No, yet? no. You said that she was in a magic school, which is true. That's that's another thing that really disappointed me. Is it starts out, it's like um, she's in like a a horse drawn carriage. It's like old timey, mm-hmm. and then she just goes to like generic future Japanese magic school, and they're all in like like you know future outfits. Horse drawn carriage, traveling for an incredible distance to get somewhere. You know, like just the sure. You know what? It got me thinking. It had mm-hmm. me. It briefly had me thinking. Where I'm like, man, it was just a cunt to get anywhere. Like a hundred years. These are becoming American cattle ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just to go anywhere a hundred years ago was a massive. Well, it pain wasn't like anywhere. It was in. A, it was a faraway land with you know people you had never seen before. Sure, sure. And it's like that's a whole thing in and of itself. And how come nothing has ever actually captured that feeling before? How come? How come? Oregon Trail, buddy. Where people travel somewhere. It's always they go to like it's like wow you're in you're in a new city and you got all these people are so nice to you and think and shit like that it's like you're getting free euro wraps from from the, the fella mm-hmm. at the stand 
And nothing I like ever that really, part. Yeah. yeah I, I, I have to say, I like the part where, because I was imagining how nice it would be to eat a gyro wrap while I was watching the show. And, yeah. uh, but like, that, that's something that's interesting to me. Just going through a completely different culture in, in, a, in a far off land. And, and then here we are immediately coddled in this just like super boring, generic <laughs> magic school. Like, why even have that intro? Just have her start there at that point. She's sleepy, I guess. Um, but anyway. Magic, magic has to have an element of old-timiness, so to accomplish that, they're just like, I don't know, what if the school is in an old-timey town that she walks through at first? Um, so let's have her eat a steak crepe. Oh, it looks so and good, though. It, does, it did look very good. Um, um, there's there, a I, really awesome Euro rap place near me called Pita Fusion. Oof. Do you, are you keep, is that... Is there a difference between a euro and a euro wrap, or is that a redundant? Euro is your meat. The wrap is when you have a pita with other elements. Oh, I think people call the wraps just euros. They do. Yeah. I, 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 there is, there is a distinguished because you can get euro mm. on a plate as well. Oh. Uh, um. Okay. Maybe I'm. I live in a place where it's just not synonymous. Uh, te- but anyway, te- Tex Grex. Um. Dude, Tex Grex is fucking smacking. Next time you come mm. down here, we're gonna go to Pita Fusion. But uh, anyway, sounds pretty good. Um. Uh, what's I talking about? Oh, okay. Magic so school, goes to magic school. They go check out all the clubs and activities you can do at this magic school. Yeah, it's uh, like are, um, it's like you know, it's it's like stolen from LWA Little Witch Academia, which is stolen from <laughs> Harry Potter. So it's like two degrees removed. Um, I, the soundtrack could be recycled from Little Witch Academia, and I don't think I would notice. I was like, this that just this sounds straight up familiar. Her name is Tiara. She can heal things. Um, there, she there, tries. There, to, she tries to use Watakshi, which I love. I like that about her. She is cute. The the the, the method of flight they have is dumb. The oh other, yeah, they were like, okay, we, we, uh, we can't broom use broom. Old and busted. Yeah, yeah, that's a, we need to change it up. The one thing that we need to change up about witches, um, they uh, they have them. Uh, they they ride flying saucers. Uh, there's a brief moment where where uh, homegirl. And they have a Quidditch oh, yeah. equivalent, but they're on flying saucers. Um, Homegirl needs to get a dorm room, and that gets resolved in one scene. And uh, she's going to live with her friend who's giving an orientation or whatever. Yeah. Um, and um, they're, they're going to dorm room. They're going to get in a dorm room together, and they're going to have awesome times or whatever. My favorite scene in the entire show is immediate. It's not even a scene. It's a continuation of the scene where homegirl is singing on the roof for some reason. The, the, the friend character just sits and appreciates the view and lets the beauty of the night wash over her for like 10 seconds, which is more time than anybody is ever allotted to do nothing in an anime ever. And I appreciated that, especially in the show with this absurdly breakneck pace to uh, introduce way too many characters. Um, I liked it. That was my favorite two minutes of the entire 22 minute period is where nothing fucking happens. Sure. It was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> they're looking, they're overlooking the city and the city's beautiful. And they're noting how beautiful it is. Cause there's all these fancy magic lights in the, in the town. That, I mean, that, 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 that was just, I mean, that was in girls last tour, wasn't it? But better. Of course, of course. But like compared to just introducing a bunch of characters, I remember yes. nothing about it's, it's high art. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, there's one shot that I swear they forgot to animate her lip flaps for. You know, I noticed that I, <laughs> I, I, not in this particular show, but did it feel like 
there was some really cheap animation this season. Just like some. Well, I mean, every like I feel like people are not maybe saving their A game for uh, for next year. So maybe they didn't release the best of the best this season. So I don't know if it's. I got just just a number of instances where like people are supposed to be doing a movement, but they just shake in place. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're, like they're, they're, it's like they're in fucking uh, aliens, colonial marines over here. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like somebody's supposed to be walking, but they just have this. It's not even like a traditional walk cycle. It's just like this weird sort of jarring, juddery movement. Ugh. Ugh. Um, yeah, yeah. There's. I don't really have much more Some to say. South about Park X esque. Um, you play the opening like halfway through. Um, dear Lord, how many characters are there? Okay, similar opinions. Uh, she's ran away from her parents. They slowly introduced uh, that drama after 11 minutes of having fun. Um, and then she has a sister that's dead or maybe evil or estranged or a whore or in prison. And there's a, oh, and there's even a mysterious long black haired girl uh, who acts coldly towards her and seems to know something about her. Which made me have a big old think. Damn. Thought-provoking show. This yeah. this we like. Noggin. Oh, my noggin's about to pop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pop the cord. <laughs> so, uh, yep. And <clears throat> they say all these weird little incantations before doing anything and it creeps me out. And they oh, and the, they set up the conflict at the end of the main conflict at the end of this episode is that if they uh, get bad grades, they'll be expelled. Right. I, mean, I, I thought that's how most schools work, but it very much shocks our protagonist. I guess it's like averaged out for the whole grade. So if everyone fails, then everyone gets expelled. So it's like, oh no. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah. I, I, that is an element of drama for sure. Uh, <laughs> that sure is. That sure is a conflict that our characters will have to go through. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I had a thought on that, but it's gone now. Oh, the fact that they have to eat later in the day is a little strange. That seems like something that would not ever happen. What do you mean? Where it's like if you're if you're performing, oh. you have to eat later in the day. Oh, sure. I mean, we had that in high school. Like some were in their colors or something. Some people went first. That didn't have some any people. Had, grades, some people. Well, yeah, but you know. <clears throat> what if it got did. placed in some stuff based on yeah i don't oh, know shit what if that was did anyone case? ever do some hard analysis on what the green we really should have we were in eighth grade <laughs> we really should have cracked the whole system wide open yeah some people had lunch at like 10 30 and others were like at one you know 10 30 <laughs> lunch man no way i was fucking starving at 10 30 it was great i uh I, you know i was really about the uh I, I had a couple of free periods stacked up right after lunch so oh, i would i would eat and then I'd go finger blast girls in the library. Cool. <laughs> and, and then and then I'd have another library period all to myself to think about what just happened. <laughs> really, really take it all in. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was a great high school experience. <laughs> I should make a show about it. Um, <laughs> ready for the next one? You bet, man. Always. Mao Gakuin no Fute Kigosha, Shijo Saikyo no Mao no Shiso, Tensei Shite Shison Tachi no Gako e Kayo, the misfit of Demon King Academy, colon, history's strongest demon king, reincarnates and goes to school with his descendants. Very nice. Very, very nice. (sighs) My notes start out, uh... fuck you, honestly. I can't right now. (laughs) Uh, oh, I, I went and watched the 
third season of Oregairu because this is just embarrassing. And then Oregairu was, I don't know, it was okay. It wasn't great. It came back to this. This is a light novel being done by Silverlink. Oh, and that's the wrong screenshot. This is the right screenshot. Uh, this is another magic school. <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't even notice that because I watched another show in between these two. But they, yeah, it's another one. But this one's got I a like cool demon guy. Better. Okay. I like this one better because it's 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 um uh trying it's not trying as hard to be a real show. And this yeah, this one's supposed to be like wow, this guy's so cool. No, but that's the funny. That's the best part about it is that it's so he's so uncool. Oh, uh, it he, wasn't he, working for me. No, he that this show definitely wants it cool. Oh no, to me, I thought this shit was hilarious. No, dude, it's so, not. A he's joke. so ridiculously overpowered that it's stupid. The joke is that like he sort of has a sensitive side where he has he has. Uh, you know, dorky parents, but like, now he's supposed to be the the fucking bitchinest dude. Ever. Oh no, but it's so funny that he he was born <clears throat> a month ago. <laughs> like, I thought that was hilarious. Sure, all of this stuff afterwards, but like the first you know chunk of this episode is him doing this battle entrance exam for the school. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's where they have. Well, for the first scene is he shows up this you know bully who's like, I'm the strongest guy ever, and he's like, Oh, are you now? And uh, then they then they do a shot with this angle, which is fucking wild. This is like uh, this is even more. This is this is beyond Battlefield Earth levels of Dutch angle. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's this just is like almost ninety degrees. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know we're watching this fight, and I'm like, I think I know who's gonna win. To be fair, I didn't expect him to murder a guy dozens of times, and then resurrect See, that him. The part, that was the part I liked about it. I, I first it of all, could be played for laughs, you know. It could be like a, it could be funny, but it's just like, it's just like kind of weird that this is our protagonist. Because <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah, he's just torturing this man. Yeah, I, 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 with I, not I, not even torturing in like a sort of jokey way. He's literally making him experience death, the most gruesome death possible. <laughs> the, the funniest part of the entire episode for me was uh, in the initial fight. He he. Uh, or no, it was in this fight in the Coliseum because it, we're immediately into some sort of like tournament situation. Yeah. Um, he he defeats him using the pulse of his heart, uh, which I thought was hilarious because I'm like, that's that is truly a, a boundary that has never been cracked before. That is the stupidest, most ridiculous OP thing ever. Okay. Um, where it was like, I'm going to beat you without even doing anything. And it's like, whoa, dude, that's nuts. But it's actually mm. funny. To me, at least, I thought it was funny. <laughs> okay, uh, there's a there's an autistic girl who's the 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 more relatable one, I guess. I usually like those, but this one's really bland, especially you know. Oh, she has nothing going on. There's, but, there's uh, zero behind yeah, her no. eyes. Um, but uh, she meets his uh, parents. I like his mom. He is a month old. Um, the uh, the guy he beats at the beginning of the show comes back this time with goons, and then. Uh, I think he really kills him that time and then becomes a zombie and then everyone's yelling. Um, I said he should have just made them gay kiss if he's the strongest guy. But yeah, he's like the reincarnation of the, the demon lord that they all worship or make they really reference to. Get, or they really don't get that. I don't understand how none of them get it. It seems like he's ridiculously OP. Um, I thought it would have been funny if he, if, uh, if he had just kept killing people and resurrecting them for the entire show and they became side characters. That he would kill and resurrect constantly. That yeah, I wonder if he'll pull that one out again. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought when that guy killed his brother, he was going to immediately resurrect him without him being damaged. But no, he turned into a zombie, which I was turned off by. Um, because, like, if he was trying to feign some, any level of benevolence, he would have let both of them live, having learned their lesson. But that's... Uh, Don't, do they live at the end? Yeah, they, they, they come back. Do they? Yeah, I think so. That's okay. what I wrote in my notes anyways. Um, I don't know. My only takeaway from this is that I miss Hataraku Mao-sama. That was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, so there's your, think about that Mao-sama. There's your pro tag is God show for this season, I think. Um, next up, uh, Monster Musume. No, not the good one. Monster, <sighs> Monster Musume no Oisha-san. Very much not the good one. Monster Girl Doctor. No. no I don't, I, I, CS, um, you're a fucking idiot for assuming this is related to Monster Musume, the, <laughs> uh, the property that's good and fun. How could you ever make that mistake? No, no. Not a copyrighted term, Monster Musume. Uh, light novel, Arvo Animation. Uh, they did Boku Ben with Silver and also this, and that's it. Um it's uh the this guy i feel like i've seen him before like uh i think he might be the guy from the cell phone isekai where he's in an isekai but he has a cell phone i looked i looked it up but i think they looked the same i was like holy shit how did i nail that he has like a like a robe and sandals you know because he's a doctor the other guy wasn't a doctor i don't know why he looked like that i guess he was like just a neat or something um turn you know they didn't look. If you're gonna do a hot, a hot monster girl show, you need Can you make to get, the monster girls hot. You need to get creepy. You know, you need to get real creepy. I mean, like, I, they'll, they'll there'll be some weird shit. Like they'll they'll like yeah they'll lay some eggs. Yeah, no, but um, like this first episode is not creepy enough, and it's like okay, it's ugly and gross, and like it's just a, a very aesthetically unappealing, unsexy show. So if you're gonna do that. Scrape the fucking bottom of the barrel. I mean, it's I like there's it, one it, point it, where it, there's one point where it's like sort of rape stuff. That's kind of creepy, I guess. It's not creepy in like a esoteric and like kind of very fringe way. You know, it's not like he's fucking digging into a cloaca for he's not, yeah. he's, not he's not he's not squeezing any anal glands on a dog girl. You know, no, that's that's but that's what you should be doing. Otherwise, probably, what are you doing? yeah, what are you yeah. What do you what do you why? What's the purpose? What do you bring to the table here with your monster Musume show? Fucking my ass. <laughs> fucking. You're like scraping. Look, you're talking about preparing hooves for, for fucking horseshoes? No, thank you. Not dirty mm-hmm. enough, I say. Yeah. Yeah. That's not really an inherently. It's the only thing no. sexual about that is that she's like yelling no and they're holding her down. They inserted sexuality into something that's unsexual. It needs to be. Why would, sexual you, why would you do that? Straight up. Uh, oh, he's got he's got a he's got a, a nurse. Why wouldn't you exploit the natural sexuality of horses? <laughs> you seen those cocks? Horse put, no. Why would you go to the cock? But can we, can we, dude, we're talking real gross. I'm talking like uh, I want nasty shit. Um, I, yeah, no, I I uh, I was like, when, look, when I watch a show of this type, I want to be grossed out, you know. And this just didn't yeah. do anything that was even close to that. It wasn't even like vaguely erotic. There was the part at the very beginning when, when he touched the cowgirl's tits and they were sensitive because she was knocked up. 
Yeah, uh, hand-performed mammograms. I don't know if that was a thing in the olden days. This is like a non-modern. They're like in olden times. Which he's not receiving erotic pleasure from it. Um, no, he's is, just a doctor. But they, but if you're going to do that, you need to go way more sexual. Like if he's not going to get any sort of erotic pleasure, you well, need she's to clearly she's 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 feeling tingle. She's well, getting they're something. They're sensitive because she's because they're filled with. They're sensitive because she's. Because she's feeling it, she she wants it. She wants um, the doc cock. You saw her husband. He's fucking, fucking. He's in the other. He's not here right now. Okay. Okay. Dog, so dog brain. He doesn't you, exist. He's not you in the room. Either do a. He gets turned on by things that aren't horribly erotic, or b. He is completely unfazed by things that are incredibly erotic those are the two yeah well yeah they should they should make him like a doctor who's constantly fighting the urge to fuck the the monster girls <laughs> and he's just like drooling and sweating and you know i don't know and i don't even think this is necessarily like a this i think pretty much anybody should have this opinion you know <laughs> like i don't think this is this is anything i mean i guess the bit is that all the monster girls want to fuck him which i guess is fine no but they don't want it enough they're not. Yeah, they're. It. I mean, he's not, they're, he's not pinned at any point. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, and, I don't, and I don't like his sandals. Yeah. And also, the snake girl in this show is not nearly as cute as Mia from Monster Musume. Yeah, this is all just too tame. I was, I was not turned on or grossed out. Complete failure of a monster. Oh, and also, show. here's a weird thing that maybe a lot of people wouldn't have noticed because, like, who pays attention to this kind of thing in a show? But the conversations are like weirdly incoherent. Mm. Like stuff gets brought up that goes nowhere. Bits get set up that, that never pay off. Like at one point, his snake girl assistant starts drinking a gallon of whiskey. Oh yeah. And nothing happens. The scene just ends. Yeah. It doesn't try to rape him or anything. There's no joke about like she gets drunk or, or yeah, yeah. she gets frisky. Well, then there's also nothing the thing about happens. like how the horse girl is, is like, she's part of the, the, postal delivery clan or whatever but that doesn't pay off uh sure yeah i mean the 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 plot is like about her uh, doing these fighting matches in this coliseum i like the i like the consistent um characterization of horse girls across monster musume um franchises that the horse girl is very uh, is, is the proud one yes the ho- I, horse girls are like or like uh, that that one, the girl from Silver Spoon, whose name eludes me right now. <laughs> but like, but like, just in horse form. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know. If if it's not going to be like a super horny show, I like that. You know, I, I at least want to treat them like pets. Where I'm like, ah, this one is this one does is like this. Which um, the closest they get with that is the horse girl because she sort of has a personality. But the other ones, I don't remember really. But yeah, not, snake, not, snake girl gets jealous. I guess that's her thing. Sure, not grossed Whatever. out, not turned on. No, thank you. Yeah, snake girl isn't even like Yandere. You know, she's just like as soon as things start going too far, she's like, hey, and then she grabs him with the tail. Whatever. She's just like a bit of a defensive girlfriend, which is yeah. lame and not sexy. Hmm. Um. I thought the I thought the resolution of this episode was that like she has this problem that no one can figure out what it is, and she's being she's bad at her fights even though she's supposed to be the best of the best and i thought it was going to be like a psychological thing and he was going to give her a placebo 
I thought that would have been clever. But then they just have to hold her down and force hooves on her. Oh, I thought she was going like, to be in heat. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was, oh my God, you thought this was fucking. I was you, hoping. You, got, you were spoiled by interspecies reviewers. That's what happened. You thought everything yeah. was like that. No, oh that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a once in a decade level of, uh, oh, of, of depravity. Like, yeah, depravity, degeneracy. Like that's, that's the bar now. Like regardless. Oh yeah, of no, it's. Good, I don't. I don't know if interspecies reviewers is going to be topped in, in terms of in terms of that. Yeah, that's the, that, that's that, the uh, nastiest fam show. Spectrum. Yeah. And, and like I, it's nothing I would ever watch, but I respect it. I respect. Sure. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Horse pussy. Um. I mean, she's just panicking, and they like gag her with the snake's tail, and you know, that's it's a not hot. Okay. Um, yeah. So, oh, and there's a weird technique they do to make a character's face move in on a close-up. Oh, yeah. It's, there's it's, all kinds of very strange shots in this where they do like fake dollars. Yeah, they're they're trying to, they're trying to cut corners in some weird uh, newfangled tech way. This was looks, the first uh, the first inkling I got that this season was going to be cheap. It looks like ass. This one, this yeah, looks complete dog shit. Like even just beyond the character designs, like the any sort of movements. Any oh, you know what it was. The thing that really clued me in was that the lizard girl that the horse girl fights at the end has she's supposed to be like getting into like a ready position and she just flails around like without any sort of clear action. I wish I had a gift of it because it's the funniest looking shit ever. Um, but yeah, I was just laughing my ass off at how she was animated. Um, it's funny. like one particular, it's like it just they just loop with the same animation for like three seconds. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, speaking of things that look Weird, maybe for a different reason. Um, the God of High School. Yes. Which I heard the title. I was like, hell yeah, motherfucker. And then I read that it was a manhwa. So never mind. Mm. Garbage. Uh, I was so pissed. <laughs> so it's like, so ah, it's a Korean project then? But yes, it's a man- manhwa. Uh, animated by MAPPA, though. This, this is, is a, a, a crunchy roll original. It just keeps getting worse. The more I read about it, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have looked anything up about this. Um, everyone involved in this show's name is Park. So I'm not going to even <laughs> try and... Everyone's Park. Uh, you know, who made it? It's Park. Who, who directed it? It's Park. Um, actors? Voice actors? No, they're Japanese. Oh, okay. But well, you can tell right. something is you can tell something you can tell something is, was off about this one, right? Like yeah. the directing style yeah. is clearly uh, weird, and it's, it's because manic. it's a fucking Korean dude. Yeah, it's manic. It's it's like they it's like they just uh, took the most um, over the top elements of of like shonen without understanding where any of it comes from. It's like the it's like the clerk's uh, bear joke where they're you know an, where they're anime but like not it's like that but like 10 percent of that where it's like it's it's like a little too fast where it's like someone who's who's watched who, who, who thinks they know what anime is yes and it's just fast and silly the reaction fastness, shots the fastness was the thing that really caught me but it, like i if you're gonna do it which it, it clearly was not intentional if it was yeah 50 percent faster 50% right. faster is the sweet spot, I think, where it's full-on mania. Like, you feel like you're having some sort of episode while watching it, you know? But, like, it, it's just it's just shy of it to where, where, where it, it feels like, like TQ. 
It feels like it feels like you you got smacked like like a like a shonen got smacked in the head with a baseball bat or something and just got like mm-hmm. dumber and more animated. Yeah, it's like turned up to eleven, but instead it just feels like an alien made it. Yeah, the Korean yeah. guy. Or it's like, <laughs> and they're slightly more. I I think I feel like my theory is that Korea is just more Americanized, so they have shorter attention spans, so their shit's just faster. Yeah, it's, they're watching you know, more YouTubes. It's almost like if you took a Netflix. Like somebody who who we grew up on Netflix anime and had them may make it an anime series or something. Yeah, like so somebody can't, who, can't be more. And like I've I've yeah. been watching th- I've been watching the the world's most uh yeah fine tuned to be as addictive as possible material. And I tried to make that, and uh, it's it was it was it was kind of weird to watch. It's, it's watching it's a bunch like, of anime. It's almost, like, it's almost like My Hero Academia, but um the people who grew up watching that. That's what I yeah, was yeah, yeah. Specifically. yeah, this is what the people who are who are currently really into MHA will will be making. Yeah, it's it's um, like you clearly have there there's the 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 depth of of their knowledge of anything of the outside world is completely limited to <laughs> it's completely limited to to uh, um like tournament arcs. <laughs> you know, it's it's the only thing that they know is main characters are excited and want to fight and tournament arcs and that's it. That could be great. That right. could be great. If it's 50% faster, which it's not. Mm-hmm. Right. Or um, just like, ha- you know, or, or it was like really good. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to just be sped up. Like there could be like human uh, emotion behind it and like a, 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 a strong main character. Right. Um, um, but- I almost, I, I do have to say, it seems like I like this a little bit more than you did. Um, I like, I just hate Koreans. Okay, understandable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my my film career's done. <laughs> no, you don't? I, uh, no, of course not. I love Koreans. Yeah, I love to make sweet, sweet. Actually, I've I've had sex with Koreans before. Um, <laughs> I like them <laughs> as a whole. Yeah, yeah. As a collective, yeah, multiple. Um, I've made love to Koreans. Um, I I have to say I I um I liked how uh, absurd uh, the main character was because again like I was still reading into it from this sort of uh, I was hoping in my like I'm like this is the the distillation of the most insane elements of every uh, shonen character where he's late for class and he's fucking stoked about it. He's jumping off a cliffs on his bike. You know, he's crazy. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, this is, it's coming back to me. I wish, um, I wish the main character was insane to people in the world. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you're going to do, and it's like, again, they don't know what they're doing. But if I were to make something in, like, yeah. I take this base concept and make it interesting, you make the main character insane relative to everybody else in the world. It, yeah, it's sort of like, uh, it's sort of like, uh, What's his Trevor from GTA Five? How he yeah. embodies the 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 player from past GTA games and actually exactly. is the one person who makes sense in that world. And to everyone else, he's just a fucking insane person. That's it's exactly like, right. If you made a show that was like, there's this fucking fighting tournament, and it's just all about fighting, and everyone in there is a fucking nutcase who just wants to get the shit beaten out of them and beat the shit out of other dudes. And it's just about how much these motherfuckers love to fight. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, it sounds amazing. 
And this thing is just is just it, it goes it just goes into weird other directions that are not no baseline. There's no world around it. The entire world is topsy turvy. So the characters don't seem like extra crazy inside of the world. Yeah, they give the main character like sad rain dead parents backstory. Um, <laughs> one of my notes is old man pat head. I don't remember what. <laughs> right, oh, like a caveman. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember what happened. The main character was raised by some sort of big strong man. Or oh, okay. So yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's me going it, like, oh, this uh, again, uh, old man pat head. Yeah, it's okay. it's, the, it's that uh, movie from a couple years ago by uh, was it Shinkai did one? I don't remember. Well, with you? No, I don't. Oh, not not Shinkai. Um, I'll look it up. Keep going. Okay. Um. Oh, and the two there's two main characters and they look exactly the same. I was confused. One of them is more serious. Uh, but oh, more... Host of the movie, The Boy and the Beast. Ah, yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. Um, but there's this martial arts tournament. There's, um, there's a girl who loves muscles. Sort of like the girl from uh, the, muscle, the weightlifting show. Yes. Exercise show. Um, I said all the environments look so wrong. Um, be, uh, oh, right. They look wrong because I think they're based on Korea. Like there's something off. I was just noticing because yeah. like I think they keep the character names and the location names Korean, and everything else has been like the, you know they're speaking Japanese, obviously. Can we, we think about if that weightlifting show? That's that was a show we talked about maybe being propaganda. Was that weightlifting show? Jap- Japan's not fat. It's not about being fat. It's about being buff. I think it's just sort of capitalizing on a fad. I think probably the American phenomenon of like Joe Rogan, get fit, bro. Um, that's probably spread to Japan a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I would, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, um, I, I have watched every single episode of Terrace House opening new doors, so I can say for a fact that people in Japan are involved in in fitness training in some way. Terrace House, new Tomodachis. To- Terrace House cast member kills himself. Oh no! Oh yeah, I think I read about that. Yeah, that did that happen. Quite sad. Oh. Did he at least finish the season? No, the season's canceled. Oh, no. No, so I mean, like, it's a direct result of the way that they spun stuff on the show. Yeah, so, like, was they yeah, point, were they making him an asshole? And he just killed it, was, him. it was a girl, actually, and yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, oh, okay. It, it was a real shame. She was like a wrestler. She was like a like a, one of those uh, oh. Japanese wrestlers. Did she know Asuka? I only know Asuka. No, but... Uh, I love Japanese wrestler women. Not that like I'm turned sure. on by that, but I like their attitude. Sure. Yeah. No, I bet they're, I bet they're, um, you know, courageous, uh, proud gals. Yeah. Or unfortunately, they're weird, gross man ladies like American MMA women. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's directed wrong, and um. Uh, oh yeah, the, uh, this is when I realized the director is also another part. I and I, I really liked that fact. Um, it's like yeah, it's it's not even it's not bad. It's like it's it's just on the, the line of obnoxiousness, obnoxiousness, especially with all the weird slow mo shots mm-hmm. with voices. Like they 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 do like ramping bits where it's like someone gets hit with something and it goes to slow motion and the voice gets all you know. Obnoxious part of the show for it me. Did it more than once. It was like, God damn! Like, what is this? Who thinks this is funny? Um, but yeah, the main character chases down a purse snatcher, 
using all of these conveniently located ramps and um and the muscle lover lady joins him um the whole episode is just people thinking they're okay and then getting fucked up in slow motion you never realize how much like tact and restraint anime has until you watch something made by a fucking korean oh yeah i just um why are their noses red i can't wait for the stuff they're going to be seeing from 10 years from now if we're doing this podcast in 10 years, we're going to be completely devoid of any hope. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. What do you mean? It's oh, just, just like the, our attitude of every single thing that I heard. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all going to be people, like, again, like stuff, people growing that up. Mean, that makes the stuff that surprises us ever, even, uh, you know, even better. True. That's true. <laughs> Once every four seasons or something. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't. We got to come on. Uh, pick it up. Um, the, uh, so, uh, battle Royale show. Um, I don't know what our, I guess, every, I guess our, all of our characters were heading here. They all end up there. Um, uh, I said, those two are fighters that make sense. I guess. Yeah. There's two guys who are like arguing and beating the shit out of each other. I was like, yeah, those are, those are who's that's who should be in here, you know? But then I guess our main character is too. Um, and then, uh, oh, and of course, there's like a bunch, there's a room full of gendos, like, you know, fingers tented, calling all the shots. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at the end, they bring in the berserker. How is it fair that that guy gets to show up late? The fight already started. He should be excluded. I was annoyed. He's, he's the berserker. No, they're gendo, man. They're calling the fucking shot. They're manipulating yeah. things. Uh, I do like, uh, this is a trope, uh, obviously, the, the character who is like a, a prisoner who has to fight, who's bound in some way. You might be able to trace this back to Street Fighter 3. This already existed. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, but uh, not Banaka. What the hell is this? Baraka. It's not Baraka. Uh, who's the prisoner? Street Fighter 3. I don't know. Whatever. It's not important. Uh, I just need to know. What's, what is important is that I fucking hate K pop. Um, you Did talking you know? about the intro song? No, the ED. Unless that's the OP they play at the end. But yeah, they play K-pop at the end of the episode. I like uh, Cody is the fighter from Street Fighter 3. Um, I like the intro because it's like this. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, I. Electro pop. Uh, uh, yeah, it's this step fucking nightmare. It's like, it's like snorting fucking Adderall. It's great. It's just. Uh, no, snorting Adderall is amazing. Trust me. This uh, is. I thought it was great. I loved it. I'm like, this okay. is so ridiculous. Because again, like this kept it's me in. Not that ridiculous, though. It's just like, oh, you made a 2011 amateur dubstep song. Oh no! It's technically, uh, technically it'd be electro. It's, but it's someone who like doesn't know dubstep trying to make dubstep. That's what it sounds. Mm-hmm. Like. You know how it always sounds like not enough. Yeah. Uh, people are excited about that. I'm not very interested in this one. Maybe I'll watch one more. I don't know. It's just, again, um, I, I, if I watched the show at 125 speed, I'd probably love it. <laughs> uh, 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 we're, not, we're like halfway through and it's fucking midnight. We got to keep we gotta get going. Let me, let me hit the pisser real quick. Okay. I will get a drink and also maybe take a, take a piss. We'll take a quick break, ladies and gents. If you don't have a song I should play, I'm just going to keep it quiet for this one. He's already gone. All right. I am back. Hello. Hey, buddy. We're we're back, folks. We're back. Okay. Oh, I didn't stop streaming. Oh, so when I came back, you could hear everything I said. Yes, of course. I mean, yeah, I can't just like make a new. I'm not going to make a new stream for you know just because we peed. 
Okay. Uh, well, um, now your movie career is over. Um, uh, I'm uh, I'm on the final season of Mr. Robot. Wow, how, that must be a lot of seasons. They make a lot of seasons of shows these days. There are only four. That's a lot to me. Yeah, I mean, for like two max, and then you have like, to read the manga after that if it's uh, you know if it keeps going. Yeah, they get to conclude things in Western shows. Yeah, hmm. um, interesting. Um, uh, let me give you a quick breakdown. Yeah, uh, the first season is entertaining uh, if you can manage to roll your eyes back from the back of your head to the front of your head, so you can keep watching the show. Yeah, that's kind of was always my reaction to clips of that show I saw. The okay. second season capitalizes on all the good stuff in the first season and really starts to ramp up. Hmm. The third season is phenomenal. Wow. And I'm halfway through the fourth season right now, and it's colossally entertaining. You just, there's, at a certain point while watching Mr. Robot, you need to accept that um, your main characters are not necessarily supposed to be likable, and that's okay. Okay, sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's my take on Mr. Robot so far. I just got to a huge turning point in season four and uh, thoroughly enjoying it. Hmm. There it is. Um, I'm just going to start watching House of Cards, the episode after um, <laughs> Kevin's gone. I'm just going to start. I'm sure that's when it's going to get good. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Have they started that yet? Is that still? Oh, that that's probably has. What? House of Cards is done. Oh, I thought they were. Re- I thought they were continuing without Kevin Spacey with a lady they president. Did. They did. They finished. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Okay. Things move fast uh, in non-anime world. TV is competitive over here. Um, you've been so you've been you watching Mr. Robot and uh, and researching cryptocurrency. I guess you know it's been a hard week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean. Uh, it's that's literally all I've had. I've been selling things that don't belong to me, mm-hmm. uh, or well, now they do. Um, I've been watching Mr. Robot, researching cryptocurrency. This morning, I uh, I had to get up at eight a.m. to to sell a mattress, uh, and then I I was like, well, I don't want to go back to bed. I guess I'll just take some modafinil, and I popped a modafinil and immediately went back to sleep until like eleven. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that 8 a.m. is early for you, but I won't, you know, you know, judge different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. How does work? Um, it's fine. I didn't do anything today. I, uh, what was I doing instead? I was doing something. Uh, wait, I was doing something. What was I doing instead of work? I don't remember. Um, yeah, sometimes I do do work though. That's different from my last job. Um, I, uh, it's a bad time to get into anime figures, but you know how it is. So, basically anything. So, yeah, um, there's one um, shipping company that is still mailing to the U.S. out of Japan, <laughs> and their prices have risen accordingly. Of so, course. I bought some older Strike Witches figures and, uh, and one. Uh, one very very inexpensive Makoto from Idolmaster that uh, has been around for a while. Um, uh, th- three figures totaling eighty dollars. Guess how much the shipping cost? Sixty. Keep going. Seventy. Keep going. Hundred. Keep going. No, 
didn't. <laughs> it was one hundred and twenty dollars for oh, shipping. No. <laughs> oh man, I thought I thought the, the prices on guns got hiked. Holy fuck! It's uh, I the, I justified it being like if I average it out, it's only sixty six dollars a figure, which is way less than that than what they released at. Oh um, my god! But uh, I'm not gonna do that again. <laughs> Oh Jesus Lord! Uh, they're the altar strike. They're good. They're 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 good. I think probably. I'll post um, picks. Um, I uh, so that's, I've that's been funny. just staring at like just waiting for the right AK listing to happen. Where I'm like, I Ooh. want my fucking AK. I want the strap. <laughs> I I want to feel the strap in my hands. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you take it to the range. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or um, some of those moist nuggets have gotten pretty cheap again. Uh, sure. I mean, those are like those are always cheap because they suck, aren't they? Uh, they don't suck that bad. You just gotta put a little bit of lube into them. Um, okay. But no, I'm, I'm, I, it, I'm gonna hold out and buy an AK. So. I mean, a, mo- a, a, a moist nugget is is like a sniper, isn't it? Like, what can you do with that? Uh, it you can. It's it's not gonna be a sniper rifle. It's just like an ancient infantry rifle. So it's it's a semi-auto. No, it's bolt action. Okay. Uh, but I, mean, I, I, I probably will hold out and eventually, like, because I won't have the restraint to wait af- until after COVID. I'll probably drop, like, 900 on an AK or something. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, it'll be worth it because it's, like, that's a gun that will last me until I die, you know? Oh, my God. My cat just knocked something over. Did you hear that? Oh, you know what I was thinking about was there were some really good deals on um, on lever action rifles, or not lever action, sorry, a bolt action rifles chambering three hundred blackout. And oh, you, was, yeah, you were talking about this. You really want something in blackout, uh, which would be a super fun thing to take uh, up to the the NY next time I come up because it's like you can it's Picatinny rail, so you can mount anything you want on it. It's a three hundred dollar rifle. And it's like, okay, the ammo is a little expensive, but it's, it sounds like 22, but it's a 300 round. So it's, or I'm sorry, it's, a, it's like, a, a, like an ought 30 I mean, round. Just get a non-obscure, you know, just get something chambered in a, in a regular, like, 5.56, five, and then put some subsonic in it. Like, why do you have to get something in blackout? What's the it's, advantage? It's natively subsonic for cheaper than it would be to get subsonic 5.56. Five, oh, is it cheaper? Yes. Okay. I so, figured since it's so, a weirder ammo, it would be more... No, 300 blackouts about 50 cents around where I live right now. Hmm. Uh, and I can ship it. You can ship ammo. So I, I, I could ship, like, you know, I buy, you know, 100 rounds, or not 100 rounds, like probably, I probably need about 500 rounds at 50 cents around. I could ship that up and, uh, and then I have, a, you know, a $300 rifle I can just fire forever. What's the rifle that's $300 that does it? Um, bring this up real quick. Uh, is it just like an AR type? No, no, it's a bolt action rifle. Oh, right. You said it's bolt action. So, oh, okay. Yeah, those are generally a bit less expensive. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if it's out right now. Yeah, it's sold out. Fuck. Wait, hold on. Eh, trusting gun nope. websites. Is... It's, a, it's a Savage Axis 2 Blackout. Hmm. So it's a 16-inch barrel. So it's qualified, classified as a rifle. You don't have to worry about any sort of weird pistol. Aiming your gun axis is pretty ballsy. I gotta give him <laughs> <I gotta laughs> that one. But yeah, three hundred and ten bucks gets you into this. Uh, 
Wow. Kind of unique, interesting caliber. <laughs> that is pretty neat. Maybe. Maybe. Um, all right. We got to get moving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, they accept. Except one other thing I wanted to talk about is yeah. that uh, Stephen and Connor and I hung out okay. in, in person. Oh, no. And we got, let's say, intoxicated and watched uh, two films that mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about. We watched uh, Mission Impossible 1996. Mm-hmm. And we, all right. I don't know what she's up to. And we watched uh, Commando. Man, Commando's so fucking awesome. Um, I thought it was dumb. Yeah. But like, yeah. not even dumb in like a wow. It's like... Oh, I found it entertaining. It was like, it was like less... It was like what I expected, but even like more... Oh, uh, no, I, I, I like, the, I like the, the lady that he brings along for the... Or the black lady he brings along for the ride. Like... Um, I, 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 like I like him. They could have done more with her. Like, yeah, she's the hapless, like, confused civilian. But like, you know, she has a couple moments, like, where she's she shoots a rocket launcher and she flies a plane or whatever. But it's like, other than that, you're like, did you like ninety nine nineteen ninety six Mission Impossible? Uh, I I had fun trying to figure it out while very in a not coherent state of mind. What am I? Am I too? Is is. Oh well, obviously, yeah, we've seen Mission Impossible too. Um, I um, everyone in Commando wants to fuck that black lady, and it's so weird. It's like it was written. It's like it was written by her, wait, by is, her actress or something. That, um, hold, hold the fucking. Oh, the, the that, child. Is, the child Loeb? is Alyssa Milano. Is that Jeff Loeb wrote that? Hold on. No, I don't know. Oh, and all the the entire soundtrack is steel drums. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, had no yeah, idea. Yeah. I expected like military, like you know like marching drum music because it's arnie and it's he's fucking firing the Yo, gun you're on vacation baby it's you're nothing but steel drums and it's it's like steel drums and synth and it's insane <laughs> it's like every 30 seconds like within steel drum fucking i also watched commando in the last two months i liked it a whole lot more than you did but I, 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 I liked it, but it was, it, it, I think it got overhyped for me. Like it just wasn't. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not like a last action hero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I watched, um, I watched Die Hard recently, which you were, were, were not, uh, very no. big. On, and I loved Die Hard so goddamn much. Yeah. And I'm in the vast minority there. It's just like, yeah, it has like five funny one liners, but, and, but like other than that, it's like, yeah, it's funny that there's so many shots in a row of Arnie mowing down uh, Hispanic men, but it's like, you know, it's there's not a lot going on in that film. Um, That's all right. I, you don't have to love it. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Mission Impossible, uh, at some point you just accept that Tom Cruise is going to switch sides every 30 seconds and... You're not. You're not always gonna know why, and when you do know why, it's gonna be for a dumb reason. Um, and then there's the really long uh, hang from the ceiling set piece that's famous, and you're like, oh, okay, that's tense, I guess. Um, all the all the professional drops him because he sees a rat, and then it cuts, and the rat's just dead. And there must be a there must have been a cut shot where he kills the rat somehow, but we don't see it. It's very strange. Have you seen um gosh, uh 
um, the police story films, Jackie Chan. I watched no. I, is hard boiled in that? That's no, hard boiled is is a, a oh, hard boiled. Hard boiled is is John Woo. Right, right. Okay, police story is not John Woo. John, uh, uh, police story is Jackie Chan in the eighties and his prime. Yeah, yeah, I know that. You yeah, should, yeah. you should definitely great. watch those. The, oh, the, sure, they're, yeah. they're phenomenal. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and I've watched those pretty recently as well. I, I'd seen them in theaters. Fortunately, I, I got to see remasters of those. But um, if you want like great, really well thought out, well choreographed eighties action. That's the pinnacle of it to me at this point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Jeff Loeb wrote Commando, and Jeff Loeb, yeah. uh, he he was a screenwriter at one point, and now and then he became a comic book writer. And you might uh. know Jeff Loeb now for um, inserting his dense dead son into every single comic that he writes, uh. and and uh, just generally making the most miserable storylines because he's been super depressed since his son died in like two thousand six. Oh, that's very sad. Yeah, every everything he writes has been horrible and miserable, and everybody dies and suffers horribly because that's the way that he views the world now. Because his son died at like seventeen. Bummer. I know. I've had to read it. <laughs> you had to, huh? I had to. I had to feel. You in a comic Jeff. podcast, you're not telling me about. I had to. I had to read it for my boy Jeff. I felt bad. He he wrote some really amazing Spider-Man stuff. He wrote Spider-Man Blue. Anyway, we got to move on. We got to talk about anime. It's like midnight. Yeah, we've uh, Stephen and I have decided the next movie we watch will be Crimson Tide because uh, because Don Simpson was very excited about it. And he was very high on cocaine. No, don't knock them over. Oh no, my cat. No. What the fuck is Crimson Tide? I don't know. I don't know what Crimson Tide is. It's a movie. It stars um, Denzel Washington. Oh, it's, it's directed by a, Tony Scott. Rip, pull one out. Speaking of yeah, yeah, people. it's about a submarine, and um, it's just one of those like Jerry Bruckheimer, Don Simpson movies from the '90s, where it's probably just insanely fucking fun. It's Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington, yeah. and um, and there's an interview where Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer are on, are on Charlie Rose, and they're both fucking super into this movie, and they love it so much. And Don Simpson is probably super, super high on cocaine. And so I want to see that because Days of Thunder was really good. I, I want to watch it so bad. Nobody will watch it with me. Days of Thunder is dudes being dudes and racing cars. And it's fucking great. I, uh, uh, I, when, when are we going to start our cocaine period? I am way ahead of you on that one. Well, you're, you're you know, I've chosen a slightly more long lasting um, stimulant that's I, less with, with, with less baby laxative and dog dewormer than cocaine the american cocaine but you know i'm uh, i'm on that i'm uh, on that stem game about, how is that how is that stem game going i was worried about you you oh, said you're having a hard time getting out. she doesn't usually go on the computer with the figures up there fuck no no Get. i'm gonna have to buy a fucking display case um what were you asking me oh yeah this, the the speed is great uh no but <laughs> you said you were taking a whole bunch of speed are you still good no, no, yeah, no. I'm not like, uh, yeah, no. I skip days. It's fine. <laughs> That's just like how I, I am like, hey, man, if I'm only buying one bottle of wild turkey a week, I'm not an alcoholic. Wow, okay. <laughs> That's a lot. No, it's, I'm not consuming that much. But yeah, no, I just, uh, I you, you had mentioned that you're on a whole bunch of speed. 
yeah, no, I had a, no, I had a, a period of a few weeks, maybe. Look, once we, once our linkies, once our stinky linkies, fucking moon, moon. No, linkies are what bought me all these drugs in the first place. I can't. No, once they skyrocket, once they skyrocket and we're able to buy our bunker in the middle of fucking nowhere, that's when we really get to the hard cocaine use. We're, we're buying a bunker together? Okay. I mean, I'm yeah. fine. I'm cool with that. You want to buy a bunker? Yeah, man. Uh, a silo, a nuke silo. Okay, okay, okay. Um, look, let's Those break are only like 100 grand. I mean, they're they're full of garbage and like you, you know, you can barely get access to them, but you can get a nuclear silo for Let's break it down. Um so, our stinky linkies, let's say they skyrocket. Let's mm-hmm. say stinky linkies, not that this will ever happen in a million years, but let's have some fun. They go to 20 grand a piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um First of all, where, so I, where I have 750 roughly. Uh, I got about 150. Um, where do we buy land in Japan? Where do you want to have land in Japan? Because I think we need it. It'd be tough. To, I, you know, it's not tough. I would, tough. Well, but but you wouldn't you wouldn't be ashamed. I would not want to be a citizen without like being fluent. You, you know? don't have to be a citizen. You can buy you can buy a. I wouldn't want to own land without being a citizen. You know, it's like I, you know, you you'd you'd be a land mogul. You'd be the Japanese cowboy, but okay. reverse. Um, okay, cowboy so Japanese guy. You're gonna, funnel, you're gonna funnel money through me so I can buy the land. Where do you want to buy land? I don't have to hide it. I just I would feel bad. Why? Yeah, you know, because I'm just like be going there. I don't know. Accent- I, felt bad, I felt bad vacationing there. No, no, they like you. They didn't like me. We went into a restaurant soaking wet and left immediately. Uh, you did. I, I, w- I went into a bar soaking you, wet. Oh, I, I would have stayed soaking wet and then not been able to order. Like, oh, yeah, you're way, that's way better than what I did. Was, I, went to, was, I went to a my bar, losses. I paid my $25 cover. That's in a different place. You're talking oh, about a different location. This is oh a totally my different. God. My cat is just trying to tear my keyboard away from okay, me. Okay, so. Um, Sapporo. Okay. Uh, okay, this is roughly fifteen million. So yeah, I mean you can basically get any plot. Um, we no, I mean, something, something close enough to Tokyo that you could get there in a reasonable, you know, within half an hour on train, you know. So okay, so you you, you want like uh, so within a hundred miles, you know, if you're taking the taking the the high speed. Um, so you know you can get. I want to be that close to Tokyo. You, wait, you cut out. What did you say? You want to? You do that close to Tokyo, but you're not that close. I mean, you know, they have high speed. They have you're going 250 miles an hour, so you can be real. You can be pretty remote. Look, we're gonna have to look before we make any sort of purchasing decisions. We'll have to make a trip there, really figure it out, because we do need to go to Okinawa. Um, yeah. we need to see what their beaches are like, because I'm gonna assume Japanese beaches are actually shit, but I don't know yet. Yeah, because we haven't been able to find one, which makes me think that yeah, they're not really. They're not real. They're, they're, they don't. They just. They're just like what? Ah, oh, I can't. There's sand everywhere. They're yeah. They're all just. They're all just too artistic to to enjoy the beach. Yeah, like, which I understand, of course. But uh, like, there's not one on like. So there was on the northern part of the main island. There was a bunch of beaches, but then it's like cold. You know, like if you go south south enough. Yeah, I mean, you're Okinawa. not gonna. But then you're maybe, you know, if you're in Okinawa, you're a good distance from everything you'd actually want to go to. Yeah, I mean Okinawa. You know, where do you want to go besides Okinawa? That's it's paradise. I li- I quite like Nico. 
Ne- oh yeah, the, the towns around Nico were real nice. Well, where was um? Thinking everywhere is kind of like that. But uh, what was the place with the crazy uh, uh, road through the trees? That is, yeah, the town we stayed in near Nico. I okay. forget what it's called, but yeah, that was like heavenly. Uh, very nice. That would probably be. I feel like we, I feel like we didn't see another. We were there for like two or three days. We didn't see a single other person. It was kind of weird. It was an incredibly modest area. We could probably get land there for two hundred grand. That'd be chump change. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. We were Linky Rich. This fucking cat is out okay. of control right now. Look, would you be comfortable? Look, so we're buying land in Nico. Where, if unless you have somewhere else you'd rather buy land. Imaichi, that's where we stayed. Imaichi. Good go to go to Imaichi. Highly recommended. Good oh, beautiful town. Pleasant place. Beautiful. Yeah, um, to find, to find that Airbnb in Imaichi. It's a quick, it's a uh, pretty it's like it's a short, jump from Nara. Short half hour trip to Nico. Yeah. Um, Nara. No, it's nowhere near Nara. You're thinking right. of, that's a completely different. <laughs> that's near. Uh, um, that's that's south. That's down. That's down by. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the wrong place. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so no, Nico is beautiful. I was thinking about where we're staying in, in, in Kyoto, which is a different place. Now, uh, Nico is beautiful. And um, yes. Yes. Uh, who do we? Okay, so so we buy a place in Nico together uh, because we're gay lovers. And uh, where where in the states do we buy a bunker? Um, Wyoming. I like. I always I'm say talking about Wyoming. I don't. I mean, there's if you're gonna, if you're gonna get a bunker in Wyoming, it's gonna be in a very flat, boring place you know i've been looking at i've been looking at plots of, i've been daydreaming about plots of land in like alaska you know up like upstate like really rural um new england upstate new york massachusetts not massachusetts i like just don't, i just don't think new i Hampshire. can live in new england if i'm being honest what was that i can't live in new england it's too catholic <laughs> an abandoned bunker in new england too catholic you gotta, you gotta fucking, you gotta go to donkeys. Look, I, I don't, I never supported JFK when he's in office. He fucking mm-hmm. he's subserving it to the Pope. You know, like what am I supposed to do about that? Uh, I think someone else took care of that f- problem for you. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh no! Are you telling yeah. me that our president's been shot? <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast is really going off the rails. Okay, um, so, um. Yeah, I don't know. I'll let you make that pick. It's got to be somewhere with some pretty lenient gun laws, though. Yeah. The I, point I, is, every, everyone buy Linkies, please. Um, hmm. So that we can have a better podcast. We can buy better audio equipment. Yeah, uh, we can be in the same place. My um, uh, my company had a, had a, like an earnings call. Uh, your company had an earnings call today. Yeah. Or, yeah, like a status update, like telling all the employees what's going on. Um, and I'm not supposed to reveal any information, but if I don't t- say the name of the company, I think it's fine. So, uh, um, it's funny how, like, uh, how, like, you know, the, 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 the spin guys, the ones giving the presentation can always make the company sound like it's doing amazing. Um, because like this one in particular, he was like, yeah, so, you know, profits are down 50%, but you know, it's compared to that's, that's actually really, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh, an hour-long presentation about how amazing the company is doing compared to everyone else, and we're the only ones who are doing okay. 
And um, even though our profits are 50% of last year, um, it's, uh, and also no one, no one is getting a raise like they normally, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a raise. It was, very, it was very funny. You didn't have a job like yeah, compared to zero. It is a raise of, of many thousands of dollars. Um, uh, um, where are we going from this? Uh, oh yeah. A place with uh, very lenient gun laws is all the only thing that matters to me. Cause I, when I'm unbelievably wealthy off my linkies, um, my goal is to, I want to attain the longest sniper shot in human history. <laughs> the longest kill you mean? Yeah. So Declan, I'm sorry, bro. Thousand meters. That's the, yeah. that's going to be the end of the road for you, but you will go out in glorious fashion. I have to, well, I, I have to stay real close to you that I'm safe. No, it's true. If you, if you don't go beyond 3000 meters, you're good. Mm-hmm. But if you, you fucking step outside my sight, motherfucker. I'm bringing up the strap. <laughs> we gotta talk about anything. I, I just that's, I, that's fair. You know, I I understand. I understand the uh I have, the drive. I attachment issues. <laughs> <laughs> we. I was, oh god! I just have too much fun. I have too much fun talking. That's why that that that. <laughs> that's why that that podcast, man. Oof. Too much fun talking. Uh, let's talk about Decadence. Do we have to? An original. It's an original by Nut. <laughs> <laughs> I love every time I, every time I, I relish every time I get to say Studio Nut because I know it'll make you. Laugh. Wait, did Nut do that fully coolly? What did no? Nut- that was that was that was Studio I, uh, Production IG. Okay, what did Nut do last? Um, they've done, um, uh, Shoujo, Sen- Shoujo Sankey? No, what the fuck was the name of the, Yojo Sankey. And did they know. do Banana Fish? Which one was Yojo Sankey, if you don't mind? That's the little girl who's in, like, World War One. Oh, okay, she's like a around. lady? Uh, she's a Japanese businessman reincarnated as a small girl who That's is right. military genius. That's right. Okay. It's a good show. Okay. Um, yeah, they did. You're just thinking, oh, they did do fully cool alternative. Damn, you're right. Okay. Holy shit. I, cause I remember nut coming up during that fully coolly episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then this, and I don't mean Jimmy jokes about nut. Oh, sometimes I don't forget things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, it's the director of Death Parade, which everyone kind of likes, and I really don't. Um, and also Mob Psycho, Mob Psycho 100, which is very good. Uh, and then you realize, oh, it's CG. Oh, yeah. but then, oh, it's it's not. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Uh, the first scene there is very rushed. Um, it's uh, some someone's exploring the this surface, and his daughter's there, and then there's monsters. And then there's some very fast classroom exposition, you know, when the teacher's explaining stuff. But of course. It's, um, I'll, I'll never, for the rest of my life, I'll never see a scene where a teacher is explaining something without thinking of Lucy. Yeah. Because it, it did the perfect parody of that by accident. And I'll never be able to, to, to rid that of, from my mind. Um, um, you say accident. I, say- I assume that, that Gerard, not Gerard Butler, what the fuck is his? But Luke Besson. Luke Besson. I assume that Luke Besson is was not making an ingenious parody of uh 
of all film specific. and entertainment when making yeah. Lucy. But maybe he was. I don't know. You know, I, I wonder sometimes. Yeah. I, that bitch gets too. put on a flash drive. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Oh, God. Please watch Lucy. There's one thing you take away from this garbage episode of a podcast. Please watch it. For you. I'm having a laugh. I'm, I'm reminded. Just do it. Um, Decadence is a mobile fortress that runs on alien blood. I wonder if there are people at the top with ulterior motives to this. Wow. I hope that we have some sort of revelation about what the nature of this society is and how mm-hmm. it's fueled on something we don't understand. An ugly ass fucking location, by the way. Yeah. The it's really like an a, a apocalypse, I guess, you know. You can do better. That's why they have to hole up in this big old robot. The fighters are really called gear. Like, come on, man. This is an original and this is what you come up with? Jeez. Ah, the, the, there's, um, there's a girl with no arms. She wants to be a soldier. She oh, she got robot arms? arms? She's one arm. Oh, okay. I called her no arms girl. <laughs> I guess I was exaggerating a little bit. Um, there's bullying. Um, Instead of being a soldier, she gets this other shit job where she's like a window wiper. There's a cleaning montage. You don't get a lot of... Did uh, my internet just cut out? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear okay. me? There was a montage, cleaning montage. There was a cleaning montage. Um, I have written... I don't remember anything about... I watched this seriously less than a week ago. I have written cleaning montage, visiting boss... Mini Gadol? What's Gadol? Uh, uh, is that the name of the enemy forces? Because there's a little... Oh, yeah, there's a little one. Gadol. The boss doesn't care. They fight the aliens in, like, multicolored jeeps. Okay, this is kind of coming back to me. The monsters look even dumber than the ones in Sinfo Gear. Okay, yeah, no, I remember that. Um, they're bad, like, neon glowy CG monsters. It's, it's an aesthetic mess. That's it looks, it looks like it's trying to be Mad Max and also cyberpunk and also sci-fi and also uh uh gummy bear advertisement fucking me, it almost looks shaftian to me. It almost not looks good like, like if you took the wrong lessons from shaft projects, specifically when it comes to the people and the world they live in. Um but like the whole episode leads up to the the whole episode leads up to the point where like the the next city that they live in finally comes to life and fights, and it's incomprehensible because the design of the city itself is impossible to wrap your head around. At least I couldn't really get my head around it at all. It's just again an aesthetic nightmare. I, I just could not follow. And once the action begins, I couldn't follow any of it. Yeah. Um, I said that I said it was ulti shaped. I don't know what that means. I meant to write something else. It's five minutes of weapons coming out of this hideous piece of metal. Jesus, yeah, that was the thing that really turned me off the most. Because it's like, okay, you've got a main character. You know, she has to go through a shit job before she's able to do thing the thing she actually wants to do inevitably. Um. But that sequence in particular was the thing that really, I was just like, oh my God, can we fucking get this over with? You know, where it's just like unfurling metal that the cannon fucking powers up or whatever. It's just it's like, the, it's like the scene where he has all the weapons from Iron Giant, but not good because it keeps going and there's no emotional weight behind. It's like, wow, this 
big thing we live on is sure is stacked up, huh? Whatever. We got to keep moving. Uh, I, haven't Jackie, changed, I haven't changed the fucking image since got a high school. God damn it. Yeah. I get those I'm, last I'm, show. Whatever. Fuck. Here's some of that. I'm absolutely fucked. I'm a fucking third of a bottle of Evan Williams, Steve. We got to move a little faster than this. Just today? Yeah. Oh, since my we, God. Since we started. Wow. I thought I had a problem. I'm a ticking time bomb. Um, this here, this is probably the one you're excited about. Uh, Nihon Shinbotsu 2020. Like Japan me. sinks 2020. I'm like mildly excited about it. Okay. Um, when taking, when making, uh, uh when uh, grabbing screenshots for this episode, I realized I accidentally watched the second episode of this show first. Oh, geez. take it away, Ethan. Okay. Um. So Japan sinks 2020 is a, a show about um. Well, there's it's an ensemble cast. It seems like most of them are from the one family. Uh, it's directed by Yuasa. Masaki Yuasa? Yeah. Um, no. Oh, can you tell? No, I actually couldn't. Um, oh, okay. It's his last directorial role at his studio, Science Saru. Is he leaving? Now. He's like temporarily retiring because he was okay. exhausted. Um, so... It's, it's a 10-episode Netflix OBA. It's all out right now. You can watch all of it. It's based speaking, on a novel from 1974. Speaking of Netflix, this episode is actually, I don't know, if, Declan, I don't know if you want to pull back, uh, pull back the velvet curtain a little bit, but this is actually the first <laughs> episode of our Netflix-sponsored podcast. Yes, Netflix is launching a podcast service, wow. and we are going to be the foremost. Uh, they offered us $20 million. It's definitely going to happen in like a week. You know this. Uh, um, they offered us $20 million to do mm-hmm. their service, and we said yes. So you can also simulcast this episode on Netflix right now. Um, if you can't find it, please email... Um, I know the people have been having issues with this because it's a new service and they're still ironing out some of the kinks, but uh, email Netflix support and ask them to help you find our podcast on their service. That's a really good way of making sure that they know that people are listening to us. For um, sure. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, Tokyo sinks 2020. Um, there is an earthquake in Tokyo. Or Japan sinks 2020. There's an earthquake I in Tokyo. I know this because I watched the second episode. <laughs> so there's an earthquake. You get multiple perspectives on it. One of the perspectives is uh, a, a person working on the uh, stadium for the 2020 Olympics. Because there were uh, you know, when the 2020 Olympics were supposed to happen. going to happen? Um, I guess someone them, worked on it. You know, that's still uh, realistic. One of them is on a plane. She's like a bigger lady. Uh, yeah, yeah. there's a, a, the daughter is, is in school at a club. She's doing like a, some sort of track event. And there's the little boy, he's at home playing a VR game. Anyway, uh, you get multiple perspectives on this insane earthquake that takes place, which I have to say the earthquake itself, when it's occurring, pretty compelling. I know that there's a horror, uh, like a whole history of, uh, earthquake and disaster genre of, of like, visual media that I've never consumed. I've never seen Towering Inferno. Tokyo 8.0. I've never seen that shit. Yeah. You know, like, but I have to say, it made it made me start thinking about them earthquakes. Um, and I was shook. Uh, 
Yeah, um, it's it's. Uh, I think it's a little ugly. I think the characters are maybe a little too westernized, not from the perspective of not making them look Japanese, but instead of instead like they wanted to go the complete opposite direction of making them look like anime characters. There's no element of moe to them at all. They're very soft. They don't have traditional anime features, and sometimes they just look a very off-putting and kind of off-model and. Um, that being said, I, I was, uh, definitely caught up in like, man, it would suck to be in a fucking earthquake. Um, I don't think there's like a 9.5 that just puts your whole city underwater. It's a seven. It's a seven. What? How is it only a seven? Uh, oh. anyway, um, a lion, they're they're, full of shit. Uh, uh, first episode's okay. Uh, uh, there are a couple things that are a little silly. Like there's a plane that manages to land in a canal. I was wondering well, how that lady was still alive. She lands in a canal during the middle of an earthquake, which that's some uh, impressive flight there. I mean, earthquakes uh, last like 20 seconds. I mean, how, you know, this one lasts for a pretty long time. Oh, um, is that why it's bad? Okay. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Okay. I guess maybe the, maybe the rating system is not very accurate, like very good at determining damage. Then if like, if you have a 7.0 goes on for a minute, it's a lot different than one that's five seconds. There's a, a period where the mom, because again, it centers around this family, which is a very nuclear family, older sister, younger son. Um, the mom and the dad are consoling a neighbor or some sort of family friend. And they have these smiles on their faces as if everything is going to be okay. But the person they're consoling, dozens of the people that they knew just died in a horrible accident. And it's like, no, 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 it's all going to be okay. Which, which like makes sense if it's like a tornado or something, but these people just watch their friends die. Like you need to have a little bit more decorum. I feel, I don't know what is going on in the second episode. Uh, watching the second, just the second episode of this was fucking wild. Because uh, you always hear these, like, um, every once in a while you see, like, a proponent pro- a proponent of skipping the first episode of any series. And you're like, fucking whatever. Um, and this is just like, I started the show, and it's like, you're just thrust into, disaster's already happened. There's all these random people, like, <laughs> hanging out on this hill together. Right. Like, okay, it's all these strangers who don't know each other. It's like a lost thing. Or maybe they'll get their backstories later, you know? Um, there's like a famous guy in there and there's his family and, um, they're, they are like, uh, you know, trying to be optimistic about it. Um, and, um, it's, uh, 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 it's the animation style. I said, it looks like if AC boo turned a new leaf and found Jesus (laughs) Um, and, uh, it's just like people hanging out and gossiping on this like shrine hill while everything like turns floods around them. And, um, there's all these colored lights and, uh, all, a lot of like social media talk about people trying to figure out what's going on on the phones, which probably was not in the book from 1974. Um, one of the guys here is like a former pop star. Um, and, um, eventually they decide to leave and they like sort of, you know, they, they start, uh, they get moving and like, there's all these, like at one point they have to like jump off a cliff into water and they're all very calm about it. So, um, so it's like, uh, it's like this very, like, it's like a show about people like, uh, you know, tr- um, 
trying to make the best of uh, this this uh, apocalyptic situation. And uh, there's a there's even a, like a dreamy montage of um, of all these terrible, terrifying things happening. But it sort of has the vibe of like the the type of montage where like you're fixing up a house. It's like yeah, that, yeah. Type, that type of music yeah. playing. So there's like so in the first episode, they almost play sort of like Brian Eno esque music. Sure. Um, throughout the entire thing, where it's like very ambient and ethereal and almost kind of upbeat. Where yeah, it's like, yeah. We're gonna overcome, you know. Right. Yeah, and that's an interesting tone. And then they uh, they they kill a wild hog, and it's like things are like things are you know. It has like this weirdly uh, upbeat tone, and then in episode two, um, this uh, the the dad character he climbs a fence to dig for some yams. There's all these yams in this field. Already and at then, that point, holy fuck! And like, then I, just just as they realize that uh, the fenced-in area is actually a World War II minefield, he fucking explodes. What? Out of nowhere. Wait, the dad it, dies immediately. Oh yeah, he's gone. Oh. Dust. What the fuck? Wait, they didn't clean up those fucking minefields from World War Two? I guess. I guess. I don't. That's, I don't know. There's a minefield for some reason. Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck? Maybe it's, in 1970, it makes a little more sense. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. That's a joke in 2020. That's a weird one. Yeah. But, but it's like uh, it's, it's like a as a setup for this show. Although I now know it wasn't set up. It was episode two. But it was like just a bunch of like people being weirdly optimistic, and then just horrible tragedy out of, out of absolute nowhere, which I thought was great. <laughs> I thought yeah, it was amazing. It was awesome. Um, I have seen a a gif from later in this show that is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in an anime <laughs> ever. What is that? Exactly? Um, I'll just say it. It's a guy in a wheelchair like driving around this facility shooting people what? And it's, anim- it's animated like it's very rushed and he's like going upstairs in his fucking wheelchair and just like popping dude <laughs> and it looks so silly i have no idea how we could get to that point but uh we do somehow it's wild uh can you believe a uasa work is is somewhat rushed and weird so actually, yes, but actually no this is a this is no, a he made the most calculated beautiful works of the 2010s. Everything's always very rushed. I mean ping pong was like barely finished in time. Oh no, but it worked out beautifully. The last, yeah, yeah, but like the last shot was like scribbled out by But it was, you like, know, it was the, like the day it had to air. It, it yes, was yeah, it, yeah. It, it always comes through. Sure, yeah, but you know, it also looks insane. Um, well, that's just a bummer to hear that it goes that insane sort of direction. Uh, yeah, again, like the first episode got me thinking about pandemic stuff in general, not pandemic, but like, like crisis stuff in general. Uh, I think crisis entertainment can be, you know, can be interesting. Um, I used to love the day after tomorrow. No, but it's like, what do you do? Great, but in a different way. Where it's like, okay. There's only 20% of the population left. How do you make a new life in this situation? Oh, I know how to make a new life. You're going to breed my ass because we're gay lovers in our bunker in Wyoming. Today I was, I was singing to myself. I was going, 
Then I saw she's based. Now I'm going to breed her. And I kept uh, myself to well, Speaking of breeding, we should move on to the next episode. Or the next yes, we sh- yes, we should. It's titty time. I tweeted. I was I was uh, somewhat intoxicated while watching this one. And I I, uh, I tweeted watching the titty show. Um, I think I might have misspelled it a little bit. How many but, how many shots of Emma Williams have I had at this point? What the fuck? I really should catch up, but we, I can't get up. We just got to finish this. Man, you got work tomorrow. You can't catch up with me right now. Yeah. I'm still um, going your realm. Uzaki-chan, wa- Asobi-tai, uh, she wants to hang out. <laughs> she wants to play. I don't know. I can relate to this because I also had an Asian girlfriend. I also want to, Asobi. She was. Oh, a, yeah, no, me too. I, I had a stacked up Asian girlfriend in college who wanted to hang out, and I'm like, this is... Get away from me. I'm trying to play Smash. That, but uh, for actual. Yeah. This is a popular titty manga. Or a, it's popular because of titties. Okay. Um, Studio Engi, E-N-G-I. They did Kimono Michi and also this. Okay. Um, so, um, first of all, I want to address the controversy. Okay. There's been a lot of talk. Uh, uh, yet, weirdly enough, Tumblr refugees have latched onto this one for some reason. Don't I don't know how that. I have no idea how they do it, but it's so ironic that they chose one of the one percent of of age anime girls to get mad about. Um, she's in college. She's literally in. Co- it's the it's the first show in three years where someone's in college. She's incredibly and, well endowed, and they're and they're very they're very mad. She's she's mad about. She's and curious. she doesn't even she doesn't look that much weirder than other anime girls. But people are acting like this is some crazy new fucking uh, level of 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 horrific pedophilia. Wait wait, wait 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 wait! The girl I saw was like five foot three. Like this is reasonable. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they choose them. I don't know how they do it. I guess because the manga is pretty popular, right? Both know a girl who's like five two and stacked out of her mind, and and I mean, like this is like this is Japanese short, so she's probably like four eight. Oh, you know, that's relative. That's a relative height. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not like she's not literally. She doesn't look that much like if you watch anime, she doesn't look like a child. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna say, you know, if she did look like a child, I still wouldn't care, but she doesn't. Oh. Okay. No, you gotta pick your battles at least. Yeah, it's really, it's very strange. Like, 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 yeah, you, can, you can come to me with some other stuff and be like, this is gross, and I'm like, yeah, I guess. I'm not gonna defend this, but whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. In this case, like, you're just clearly wrong. It's, yeah. I think it, it's like, it's like been short stacks before. I mean, the term is short stack. Let's, right, I was gonna say, like, let's talk about how awesome it was. It's like, it's a show about having a short stack college. Estia, yeah. you know? Like a lot of gals. It's like it's like how Australia banned petite porn or something. I wonder if that gets enforced. I still wonder like what actually w- was that? There's no way they just banned small titty porn. So like what goes on? Yeah, with- like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that probably just gets enforced arbitrarily if it has it all. Yeah, um, well, they choose it as a political option where it's like, okay, we need to get this. This person. one's weird. Like this one, yeah, this one she's acting particularly retarded like a child we need to get rid of this this one porno 
Yeah, this 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 piece of media is designed for seventeen or sixteen year old boys. The girl yeah. is actually particularly juvenile. <laughs> I want to make it illegal for stepmoms to get stuck in, in porn. <laughs> That's gone too far. Um, I actually want to make it illegal for girl for stepmoms not to get stuck in porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to be immobilized if you're going to put them <laughs> in the porno. Uh, so yeah, the, this show is basically what if Takagi had milk tanks? You get the formula. Um, I wonder if she calls him senpai. She does. There's there's a, it's just a I hope I didn't... gimmicks where this backed up little girl has to. She's doing things that make her boobs bounce around. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they're very large. Um, I hope I didn't like. I hope I didn't hurt my cat grabbing her by the neck off my computer tablet. Hear her wheezing from the room. No. Oh no, she's just laying down. Maybe she's no. She's she's just a little bit startled because you did anything to train her. That was a while ago. Maybe she's just hanging out. She's she okay. seems fine. Yeah, she's she's her. Don't worry. Maybe she has a little cold. They get these little infections, you know. They get stuffy. Um. Yeah, she's um. Uh, there is a the one thing that surprised me. There is a skip in the show, which is repeat that. Sorry. There's a one-year time skip in the show. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, funny. It, you know, at least you can't be like, oh, why does she suddenly decide to... Because like, it's been a year. It's like, okay, fine. I guess you got me there. Um, so, uh, it's... Uh, you know, you can tell the show is really leading on the source material rather than its own artistic ability, judging by the opening especially. Because um, there's really... It's very, it's very just like, hey, here's a situation. There you go. Uh, very generic art style. The protag has got them Toradora. He's got the Ryuji eyes. He's a scary guy. Yeah. And their interactions are basically straight man, funny man. Tsukomi Boke, Tsukomi Boke. A lot. Um, they don't even really feel like characters. Like they even compared to other shows like this, like Nagatoro and Takagi. Like they feel particularly hollow. Um, I wrote. <laughs> One of my notes is I'd rather be fishing. I was really into fishing there. I feel. <laughs> I, I, you know, I relate to the show. Like I said, I did. I did have a QT stacked up Asian GF. <laughs> but the thing is, is that she didn't realize that I would never marry a woman beneath five foot seven. So um, <laughs> what's the matter with you? You know, I want to have tall kids anyway. Um, uh, yeah, no, I had a QT stacked up Asian GF. Already, and, she just said that. And and, and uh, I also thought it was annoying when she wanted to do things like <laughs> hang out, go to the movies, enjoy each other's company for any period of time. Yeah, he's just pissed the whole time. It's like he doesn't even. Oh, God, it's just annoying. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm audience for this and I just can't, man. I just I don't. Yeah, you should look, she, really, she just wants to go do stuff. She just wants to play. Yeah, like hang out. Yeah, like it's like okay, I get it. It's obnoxious, but you get laid. Like that's just how it is. That's the entire life of a male human being. Like that's your look. You got the XY chromosome. You're cursed with your destiny. You're cursed with accepting at a certain point that you're just going to have to put up with obnoxious bullshit in order to dump your loads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the words of a man who's been broken. Is this Ethan or is this Evan talking? Who can say? Who can? Who is Evan? Evan Williams. Oh right. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Um, speaking of shows with a well-worn formula, how about uh, Kano Joe? Oh, there's a good face for you. How about uh, Kano Joe? Oh, Jesus. Shimasu. Rent a girlfriend. Yay. I'm, I'm... Oh, shit. Uh, this is the new one of these. The new one of those. You know, Nisekoi, Boku Ben. She's on the computer again. Oh, she knew it was coming. Whew, I'm going to have to put these fucking figures away. Um, whatever the other show w- was that I forget that was like Nisekoi and Boku Ben. It's, it's the show that's got like, you know, uh, immaculate um, art, at least in the manga. Mindless watchability, top-notch character design, lack total lack of substantial content, no progression character-wise, no no intricate interesting characters. It is one of those. I saw a short short YouTube documentary about the guy who writes and draws this, and he seems like a nice fella. But it was just like a what's a manga? What's a manga author do? This guy and. you know, he gets up at 6 a.m. and he stays at hotels and abandons his family to work and draws this. That's the life, baby. Yeah. Um, See, he made the mistake of having a family. So it's... Right. So it's, you know, you rent a girlfriend. I Yeah, I know. We, we out of principle here at Gang Stalking, don't judge premises, okay? So even though this is a particularly egregious one, we got to give it a fair shake, even though you know everything's going to happen. Um, also it's a manga I mentioned uh, animation TMS 15 volumes yeah we're not going to get very far into this one in the anime okay this one's been going uh, I, I'm looking at this promo yeah. art I'm seeing four hoes right now you're mm-hmm. just you're just not going to get through all those hoes it's just not going to happen you could uh, yeah I mean not they're, they're all going to have multiple arcs um, so you know I was like oh Okay, I hate that I'm gonna love all these girls and this whole thing. I was very angry about it, but it looks worse than I was expecting. Like normally, you know, this is gonna be like a huge money maker. It's the big harem show. You'd think that you know, like it's looks okay, but it's not like um not like particularly cute in a way where you're like, whoa, this like pops more than everything else. You know, like a like a Nisekoi, like like a Boku Ben. I think it doesn't quite meet meet that standard. But I don't know. Beer? Oh, yeah, they're in college, too, aren't they? Yeah, they? yeah. She, she is? Yeah, she's in college. She is, at least. She's in um, college as him. Right, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, at the beginning here, he breaks up with his girlfriend. It would have been... Uh, they. I thought it would have been better if they had treated his breakup seriously because that would have had more impact and would make his weird mail-order girlfriend decision make more sense. Um. They sort of do at one point, but at first they just sort of treat it as a joke. So I was like, okay, this is like weird. Um, 5000 an hour is what it will cost you for a Jap GF. Wait, 5000 yen? Yes, yen. That's still uh, a lot. What's an hour? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. I've never, never spent more than 30 An all-day date is like five hours minimum. So that's 250 bucks. Okay, listen here. Listen, listen here, motherfuckers. About to spit some straight facts on y'all. Okay. Um, let's hear those facts. Take a deep sip of water as I as I hear these facts. 
if you have to pay for coffee, it's over. What? What do you mean? Oh, for the for the girl, you mean? Yeah. Oh, if, she, if she's not begging to pay for your coffee, you're done. But you don't let her, though. Yeah, of course. You pat her on the head and oh, put your yeah. card out there. Oh, no, no, no. No, come on. Uh, oh. <laughs> you're joking. Oh. Uh, if you're not hitting on... If you're not hitting on the brace of making your coffee, it's over. Oh, well, sure, that's fine. But if you don't, like... You need to be willing to beat her to a pulp to pay the bill. Like, that's non-negotiable. No, 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 no. no. You, you, you don't even... It, it's you don't even have to say any words. It's said in a look. <laughs> what is said in a look that I'm paying? She's like, she's like, yeah. Um, it's like, no, no, no. Let me pay for myself. It's like, you know, you have to get it across in a look. That that's oh, yeah, not- and you don't even look at the waitress, and you just grab the check so fast yeah. that you're see your no, own. It's not about being fast. It's about the that's aura. Sure. <laughs> and it's also you have to let the girl know that you could fuck. How's this working? Yep, that's fine. Back, baby. <sighs> I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking murder this. <sighs> Every time I'm not looking, she's just digging into the garbage disposal. I already said that, but it's so gross. Are you there? She's a cute cat, though. No, she's not. She's pretty cute. <laughs> I was how I was around her. She's good. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, are we recording now? Yes, everything is working now. Oh, she's a cute yeah. now. Um, yeah, no, again, like, this is just some serious sucker shit that I can't abide by, you know? As somebody who lays fucking mad yeah. game and fucking bashes serious clam, I just can't abide by any of this shit going on in this anime. Yeah, the paying, the paying money. Can't relate. Can't relate. Yeah. But, like, if you have to, that's your fucking business, dog. Um, so he gets mad at her. And the soundtrack, again, really weird soundtrack in this show. Uh, and they start fighting, and he has grandma problems. And he's lying to his parents because now the girl's there because he had to go to the hospital. I like this M- bit. I like the bit. Music is distractingly bad, I gotta say. Noticeably so. What do you gotta say? Uh, I like the bit where, where their grandmothers were friends. Uh, because, you know, sure. you know how old ladies be. They do be like that in the hospital, in the hospital. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're both lying to the families now that they're dating. Um, cause her grandma also in the hospital, uh, there's an under the sheet touching boob gag. Um, so, and then at the end, it turns out they really are classmates. I'm not sure why that matters. It's like, it is, it's like, Whoa, like okay, you're going to see each other occasionally on campus. I don't know why that's a problem for you. I wonder if his ex is going to come back into the picture at some point. There's no way that that'll be the case. All I know about people from people who read this is that mommy is a bitch. Fuck mommy. Yeah, fuck that straight up. Straight up. Uh, yeah, so that's that one. Yep. Hope you like it. This is like a. I was expecting like lab grade heroin here, more like bootleg Xanax cut with dog dewormer. Mm -hmm. Not loving it. But so so look, somewhere we're uber rich, we have to be doing straight up Colombian coke, right? I'll it's trust. Get, even if you're rich, I mean, you need to. It's not even about, you know. 
uh, I'll trust you to make sure it's pure shit. Okay, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I'll I take don't know care. why, but I'll do it. Yeah, at least once, you know. Yeah. I yeah, I should I should. It's never been a better time to do cocaine. I should order a little bit. Yeah, a little taste. How bad could it go? How bad could it go? Now she's going for. At least she's not going for the anime figure. She's jumping at the uh, at the shades now. Uh, let's talk about Gibiate. Uh, Gibiate. Uh. What's this? Uh, it's another original. Ooh, it's produced ooh. by Yoshitaka Amano. Um, he also did the character design. That's what he's normally known for. He's like an old school guy. He's the characters. He did Catcher and Gachaman and Yatterman uh, and Vampire Hunter D. Uh, oh, none of that lineage is visible here. Tyrocon, fuck. Angel's Egg. Uh, he's just, he did story, concept, and art direction. Angel's Egg. Uh, fucking Christ alive. <laughs> it's just making you more angry and disgusted. No, it's just... I mean, it has sort of an old-timey feel in that it sucks. Yeah, like, it just you're just taking, like, things that I like and raping them. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's all the... There's all these monsters, and they're really bad, really bad CG. Oh, my lord. Um, what's L? E-L-L-E? Why did I write that? I don't know what that... Uh, I, look, man, I, I just... Wrote- and that doesn't sound like anything I know. I wrote box seems brand new and L has done a ton of shit. Oh, L is the, oh, these are the studios. Launchbox is a studio and L is also. So, uh, yeah, Launchbox is a new studio. L has done a ton of shit, but very little actual production. Um, So, it's like a historical action with mostly male characters. That's that's cool. Um, There's baths, there's drinks. There's brugs. I don't know what a brug is. It's in my notes, though. Rock and roll. Oh, this is the one with the old... Oh, the dudes come back. Okay. It's this one. I forgot it had this title. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah. It's like a cool metal samurai dudes come back from the past. And it's like... It's invaders, but they're also sort of zombies. And also there's a pandemic. It's topical. And also it's retarded. Which is topical. They're really, they had a plane crash just like a Warren of Seraph. And it's not just zombies, they're like fucked up monster bug things. How come Japan is so willing to just have their diseases completely change the physical element of the, the host? Like, how come like diseases. Like, like, as if we don't do zombies? What are you talking about? No, but zombies, it's like, okay, they're just like human corpses in this. Oh, like they turn into totally different things. Yeah. Like that's something that happens in a number of pieces of Japanese media. Like that sort of happens in like The Last of Us, right? They're still kind of zombie-ish. They're, they're sort of human-esque. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's uh, they cut the two fellas come from 1600 AD, and they 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 they're on a boat and they're talking about things. And it's very boring, and they travel through time, and um. There's a, there's a lot of shamisen. Oh, the opening is shamisen with like a backing guitar. It's fucking ridiculous. It's hilarious. And all the monsters are, are CG. There's some really weirdly tight shots on like people's faces. Dude, we spend 30% of this episode in a car. The, it, the 30% yeah. of this episode is spent in transit where it's like, okay, our main character meets these Japanese. These, these but one guy's name is Brian. <laughs> fucking big yikes. <laughs> the um, 
the, the they they explain that they're ninjas and this mom just accepts it immediately, which there's a reason for that, and that's that she's crazy. Wow. I think she's canonically crazy. So then um they explain Gibeah for like an eighth time. Gibeah is the disease or what is it? I forget. I got it mixed up with the other thing that's I got it. It's the what? Oh, those are the monsters. Yeah. Okay, I got it mixed up with um with decadence. Gibe, yeah, Gibeate is the is the are the monsters. So they're setting up some weird, interesting lore. Like they they, they when the Gibeate are around, you hear dripping water. That's a that's a that's, that's out there. Weird. I was infected weird. Yeah, I'm sure. That could be cool. But then uh, the rest of it, I really don't care about. The, the monster designs are offensive. It's ass. No, it's, it's just one of the ugliest and poorly, most poorly conceived shows I've seen in recent years. There's nothing to latch on to. In the any men way. look like one of those very manly looking women from like an 80s OV. Like by like Madhouse. Yeah, it's, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. To- um, no good, no good content in this. This. Want to talk about our one short? Yeah, man. Let's, let's crack last show, open, bro. Um, I had us. I had two shorts written down, but then I realized that Cho Futsu Toshi Kashiwa Densetsu R is uh, the third season of a show and it's a promotion for a city called Kashiwa. And uh, I didn't realize that because they translated it uh, in English as they translated the name of the town, which is Kashiwa. They translated it as Springfield. Oh, like, which is a real, yeah. Like Kentucky, you mean? Um, And it's a really weird thing to do to translate the name of a place. I don't know why you would possibly think of doing that. So the one show, uh, the one short we did watch is, um, is uh, Peter Grill to Kenja no Jikan. And um, first of all, Peter Grill, very funny name. Yes. And I just I, realized. Yeah, okay, look. Yes. I know I'm not the, the sharpest tool in the box. Yes, but sir. I was really, really hoping that we get some actual grilling in this show. I would love. <laughs> 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 Peter Grill. Just open the entire tunnel. Uh, okay. I, yep. mm-hmm. I want this show to be straight up 12 minutes of this dude feeding various meats to girls. It, you know, it's it's you're not that far off. <laughs> <laughs> um I realized the title of this show after I finished it. I got it because I was like, why is it called Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time? It's a play on the term um, Kenja Taimu, which is Kenja time, which is Sage's time, which is a Japanese term referring to um, the the period after a dude comes when he can think clearly. Very good. Very good. Yes. Kenja Taimu. So... Kenja no Jikan is just a more literal phrase for, for Kenja time. Okay. Um, and that's appropriate because the plot is, you'd think, I thought it was going to be like a fighting show. Oh, this is a manga. It's a horror by, show, actually. By Wolfsbane, by the way, who are a new studio, I think. Um, d- directed by Tatsumi. One name, okay. Um, 
it seems like it's going to be like a, this action show, which is weird for a 12 minute short. And then you realize that the, the conflict is that Peter Grill already won all the tournaments and now everyone just wants his jizz. Everyone. Yeah, no, I like that gimmick, actually. Gen- genuinely, cool. I like that, that gimmick. And he has a pink-tittied uh, orc friend voiced by voiced by, uh, by Kirino, voiced by Ayana Taketatsu. Of course. And um, she would like some cum, also. And um, they call him P-Takun. And he does not want any of this because he has a fiance and he is fucking Peter Grill is Catholic, okay? Okay, listen Peter here, sluts. Fucking Get your hands off Peter because he is a good boy. Peter. Like our former president, JFK, <laughs> John Cheryl Kennedy, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. keep your hands off. He will never succumb to he your ways. Oh. Oh no. Uh, he has a very pure fiance who doesn't know what sex is. And um, like Uber, it, like super I, doesn't know what sex is. Doesn't at all. No. Um, and uh, I thought this was show was going to be like, you know, the temptation of Peter Grill, where like he has to keep fending off, but then he fucks in the first episode. Yeah. And, and this is the cover up of Peter Grill from this point forward. Yeah. 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 Um, I bet she's just gonna walk in and just not realize that she doesn't know. Like, she, like that has to be the bit, right? Is that oh, she? Like, she they're, all, they're they're naked in a bed and she just doesn't know. She doesn't understand. Um. So. Um. Yeah, it's him trying not to fuck these orc ladies, and then he fucks them. I right. wanna. I, okay, here's the thing. Look, I wanna bone the orc ladies. They're, uh, they're, yeah, they're like um, they're just bright pink and 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 broad, ready, fucking. Just fucking stacked. Yeah. Really. And like, like they just beg him for the cum, and it's like, look. It's just human own a holes, really. It's just, the thing is, like, does, if she doesn't even know what sex actually is, does she even I was wondering, are they trying to justify this in that way, is that she doesn't understand what's going on? Because that's, like, almost more fucked up. No, so, I think it's just fucked up enough. Okay. Where it's like, okay, she doesn't understand, and that means that she doesn't care. Hmm. But she, if she did understand, she would care. But she doesn't, though. <laughs> oh, Evan, how could you? <laughs> Thank you for recognizing my alter ego. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last show we watched is called. I would have to. I would like to say I. I. Uh, um, Peter Grill, not great. Or the ogres are sexy. I hope we get more sexy hosts. Honestly, probably the second best thing we watched. Yes. Um, I don't even know what the first one is. It's between a couple of the whatever. Yeah. The last thing we watched is Koi To Producer Evil Love. <laughs> yeah. Evil yeah. Cross Love. Yeah, oh, Evil. It's like evolution, but it's also love backward. <laughs> Never mind, genius. Damn. Yeah, we watched this thing. We did watch this. I'm thinking it's a male harem. I noticed yeah. that. I noticed that it seems like that because the first YouTube thumbnail that comes up when you search for it is a guy holding a girl's mouth shut from behind, and that's how you know that a woman wrote it. <laughs> because I could never hate women enough to write one of these. Somehow, even though they're always written by ladies. Let me tell you about watching all of the Twilight films in the span of forty-eight hours well, in this, 2020. Yeah, that one. This trans. Uh, this transitions into straight up ripping off Fifty Shades at some point, except even more 
Um, but we'll get to that. Um, it's a it's a female oriented visual novel, um, which I feel like we don't get a lot of those anymore. I'm glad this exists. And it's animated by Mappa, which is wild. Um, and it's this girl, she's having a dream where she's a little kid, and Truck Coon shows up, but it's actually Sedan Coon time, his cousin, um, which uh, does not hit her because she gets saved by a time guy, but then it's also a dream. Um, but then it's not because he's because he's real later. Um, but she sure does look like every protagonist of which means she's cute, but still, you know, plain Moe. Single dad. Uh, the opening plays, and she we get to look at all these big, strong fellas. And um, she's like a reporter or something. She basically has the job at the same job as the kid in Weathering with You, where she's like a a reporter, but on sort of sleazy like myth like conspiracy things she she does a ghost hunter show yeah basically like a yeah it's like a tv show right um and um i uh they're all the girls in this show all her friends all sorts of styles of medium length brown hair all over the place um and the guys i know this is good i know how this sounds but don't all these dudes look the same like at least in regular harems like the normal ones they well, all have they all have different boob sizes and different hair colors. This one, okay, okay. There, there's always one, you know, there's always one tiny skinny one and one bombshell. This one, two guys have literally, they all have the same face. Literally, I'm, I looking, mean, at, I'm looking at four dudes, same hairstyle, same body type. There's three of them that are nearly identical, and one of them, one of them is blonde. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, one of them is famous that she meets first, and he is blonde and wears sunglasses sometimes. Um, he meets her; she meets him in a convenience store, and um, they have a conversation. I guess when you're famous, you can ask girls questions like, "Do you like potato chip?" <laughs> and she's like, "I love potato. I like eat them all the time." And- okay, I've gotten got away with dumber shit than that before. She calls him a top star, which <laughs> I called top star before, but usually not by women. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I think we meet we meet a bunch of boys this episode, but some of them are very brief because some of them are just like floating in the air. Uh, so she is walking through town again, almost gets hit like in her dream, but this time by an SUV, and this time is saved by a businessman this time he's the time stopper and he's a very serious looking fella and um she runs into him again later but the middle of this episode is just um her investigating this phenomenon where people are getting warped and um there's all there's constant references to evolution they bring up the red queen hypothesis and and as if that wasn't you know overt enough at one point she meets the scientist guy who was introduced by him just standing in his office and casually pulling out on the origin of species like oh yeah i'm gonna give this a a a quick glance yeah yeah again like fucking is that a little on the nose guys come on um so one of the dudes is a scientist and she talks to him um and that's he explains that all of these magic men are super evolved and they're the result of a genetic experiment. I guess girls like listening to hot guys theorize about super evolution at like a sixth grade level for way too long. 
Um, and then um, the guy who pushed her into traffic, which is how she got in front of that car in the first place, is a sweatshirt guy. And I think he might be a girl or it'd be very funny if he became part of the harem and he's like a little like 10 year old boy. Um, and he warps her. And then she ends up at a mysterious businessman's huge. This is where the 50 shades come in at his skyscraper and asks for him. And asking for him is so offensive that the lady at the front desk asks if she wants to die because it turns out this dude is running like a not only a multi-billion dollar business, but a fucking death cult. And it turns out he is the main love interest. <laughs> so they took Fifty Shades where, you know, the guy is like a young, hot billionaire who's very cold and standoffish. And they made him like a literal, um, like a Heaven's Gate, like cult leader oh, yeah. to make him hotter. Because that again, that is how fucked that that's what that's what women fantasize about when they can't find three dudes on social media wearing Thrasher t-shirts and skinny jeans to pound them into submission every night. <laughs> is they think about this happening? Well, a good thing I, I I appreciate that we get a glance into this world, but man, it's wild. Um, look again, like I said. There, there's no reason that this happened, but I did. I, I watched all all five of the Twilight films in the period of 48 hours. It's like, five. Ethan, Ethan, yeah, I guess why, first one. of all, why are you even watching past the first one? To which I say, I had to know. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but that night we were at Matt's house and we had no internet, so we had to watch whatever was on TV. And we flipped between Transformers 4 and Twilight, the very last... No, no, we watched. We we, we transitioned. We John Part Two. No, we we uh, we were we caught the last like half hour of of Part One. I think maybe hour. Look, isn't there a fight sequence? There's a fight sequence where it's all in somebody's mind. That's the end of the last movie. Yeah, no, that's Part Correct. Two. Correct. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we finished that one, and but that was like just a, such a fever dream of 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 constantly flipping back when there was a commercial between these two awful I have options. to say it was quite entertaining. It's um, very memorable. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. First of all, I there's just I can't believe I've even thought about it for any period of time since I've watched it. It was like 11 hours of movie total. Uh, was this with other other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just yeah. like we need one last hurrah before we get rid of this gigantic screen. Let's watch the shittiest oh. thing we possibly can. Oh, so is it recent then? Yeah, this was in the past week. Oh my! Oh my God! Yeah, no, you uh, don't. You don't understand. Um, you wonder why my alcohol week. You wonder why my alcohol consumption has increased so much. Yeah, I'd buy. I'd be buying a bottle of Evan a day with watching that shit. Oh my God! You know, I I killed a bottle of wild turkey in like four days or something. Um, sure. Yeah. But uh, God. Um, and and the worst part is is that I I I am friends with a contrarian to where he's like I didn't think it was that bad and I'm like you motherfucker you can't say things like that you can't say things like I didn't think it was that bad because then the rest of my week is going to be spent in my head just like bringing up arguments from like 2010 you know just like nobody should even be <laughs> thinking or like look she's so the relationship is so unhealthy it's fucking bullshit she's a dumb character he's at this point in time look yeah at this point in time nobody should be having this conversation it's yeah no it's no one should have been having this conversation and we still are and 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 i just was 
horrified that I was you even watch the riff track. You need to get some closure. Yeah. <laughs> the definitive takedown, the owning of, oh, of Twilight. I, oh my God. He looks this is like a couple days ago when I found out that Camille Paglia loves Star Wars episode three. Who's Camille Paglia? She's an intellectual. She's a famous smart lady. She's been around for decades. Is she like Star Wars episode three? Yes. She is like um, she she was she was allowed to like say things in public until pretty recently because she was she was a really old school feminist that basically just became Jordan Peterson. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, well, um, no, it's basically anybody who had any common sense from the years like 1980 to 1990 has been completely blackballed. Yeah, yeah, she was like this old school like hippie you know, campus revolutionary who's now like, what the fuck is this gay bullshit? You know, well, no, well, so. it's, it's, it's like, um, I, I would like to go on record and say that, uh, I have absolutely no stake in, in transgender issues and, <laughs> but you're bi. Uh, yes. I have, look, I am a trans woman and I am bisexual, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> I have no stake in those issues whatsoever. And those are entirely issues that need to be decided. The people in, those genders, I'm all for mo- more pussy in the guy's bathroom, A plus. Uh, but anyways, like, yeah, any yep, any great. woman who has any sort of, any sort of opinion on uh, trans people entering their bathrooms or their personal spaces has been totally blackballed, and, <laughs> and, and, like, and like and like J.K. Rowling has been destroyed. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, because because she's like. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Did I do that? Was- yeah, and it's like a moment. Uh, and and again, like that sounds like a woman's issue that I don't have any stake in, and you guys can figure out for yourselves. Whoa. Silence is violence, pal. Um, that doesn't cut it anymore. You can't uh, just you can't just you can't just stand uh, at a distance. So I have to it. say, I watched uh, episode three while really really drunk recently, and um, uh, there are. If you look at like the broad strokes of the entire prequel trilogy, it sounds conceptually interesting. Oh, sure. You can imagine how this would look in a, in someone's head, and it's amazing. Yeah, you know, if you look at like specifically like the relationship between Obi Wan and Anakin and the betrayal that takes place, and like the fight of brother against brother, it's some Shakespearean shit. And yeah, it's very Wan- classical. The way that it's all about like you know dying in childbirth is very old school fear. Of course. And yeah, that kind of stuff's uh, great. Being tempted by evil to save your wife. Sure, the conversation could have been more well-written because it's like, hey, what if evil could make your wife not die? And he's like, what? Yeah, no. And it's like, these are great. I And like, again, if they were written by somebody with a deft hand of William Shakespeare, they would be iconic works of media. But because they're written by... 80 year old George Lucas, <laughs> they're, they're embarrassing to behold. Uh, but like, I can kind of get it, and I, I have to say, I have a bit of an apology, uh, I have an episode three apologism streak amongst about me just because I think conceptually it'd be interesting. Uh, but there's just nobody to tell George Lucas no, unfortunately. No, so what were we yeah. talking about? Koito producer Avol Love, um. Yeah, big uh, evil business guy. That's the end of summer 2020. <laughs> we were, we were, we, you know, we were joking about how there wasn't going to be much going on, and we got it done in one episode. That's how little is happening. I got it done and one day. I thought they were going. I thought they were going to go the route of 
bringing only their A game. Like, hey, we only have the good stuff. We're not. We're not. Everyone's stuck inside. They're not washing that trash. We're really going to bring out the gold. And uh, I was incorrect. It was mostly bad. Uh, you know. Hey, well, we did watch all of it. That's a throwback. I made you watch all of it. On the average, Summer of Good's been real good to us. Yeah. I have Still to say, average. we've been really, really enjoying the Summer of Good. Um, this is a brief pit stop on the greater Summer of it's Good train. the Summer of Good. Just because, you know, I, like I said at the beginning of the episode, just because we're watching something that's not good doesn't mean the summer is not okay? No, no, no. It's like, it's like yeah. look, in marriages, in relationships, like yeah. the one that we have as gay lovers, um, you're going to have brief periods of tension and conflict. Absolutely. Reasons that you love each other in the first place. <laughs> Which is, I have to say, I think the reason I love you so much is your girthy cock. That's what I figured. That's usually what does it for people. Yep. So, uh, anyway. Uh, oh, anyway. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> At least now you know. Now you don't have to watch it all yourself. Yeah, now that it's been a month since it's all aired. Any of it. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. Yes. Um, and uh, we'll be back with the summer of good because apparently it's still going. This is a long ass summer, man. I feel like summer since I've been an adult have gone on for a while, or no, have not have been short. That's what I've been. That's what I was gonna say. This one still not still in July as of this recording. Um, so that's something. In the words of Taylor Swift, it's a cruel summer, dude. Is that a new song? No, it's from her last record, Lover, which came out in like September of last year. Can you listen to that new one? Oh, yeah, I was listening to Jackson's new one. It's good. Is this an English rendition of the Pokemon song? Is this the official one? It only has 9,000 views. Are you there? Well, I don't know what this is, but R.I.P. Herman K. <laughs> what? I miss you, Herman. Oh yeah, we miss you, Herman. It was, it was a great year. Was 2012 he ran? The unofficial third member of Gang Stalking, Herman Kane. Herman, Herman, as I know him. Uh, yes, that is also what I know him as. 